What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Brian Kern. This is another episode of the Common Chaos Podcast. I'm super excited. You should be super excited. Uh, before we get into this episode, I got a special announcement. On October 18th, I will be releasing an episode with mayoral candidate Travis Duncan. That's right. We have um, we have some elections coming up here in November. Uh, local elections, state elections, and uh, everybody should be paying attention and doing their part to go in, vote, and make those changes that they're talking about that they want to see so badly. Uh, and us here at Common Chaos have the privilege of actually talking to a couple different mayoral candidates here uh, in Austin, Texas. Uh, Travis Duncan is going to be one of them. He is running this year, and we're also going to be uh, speaking with Alex Strenger, who is another um candidate that's going to be running here in November. Uh, the date that I have locked in for sure is for Travis, and that's going to be on October 18th. So October 18th, we'll have a new episode with Travis out. Uh, I'm really excited for that. Uh, we're also going to have a little bit of a follow-up piece with him because on the 13th, he is attending a, or he's actually throwing like a little meeting, a, a city council meeting where he gets to uh, speak with a bunch of people and uh, kind of lay out his developmental plans, his plans uh, around the policies that he's looking to change and all the different um, type of initiatives he's looking to take in uh, or, or making bring into effect and all the changes he's trying to um, push out there for everybody. He's going to be having a little gathering where he can have people listen. And he's gaining some steam. He's got a lot of people requesting interviews for him. He's got a lot of people that are reaching out to him to get him uh, either on their shows or in their programs. And we've got Taco coming in here, coming in to hang out with us. Um, and so is Alex. Alex is making, uh, they, they are both, Alex and Travis are both catching uh, quite a bit of attention with their campaigns and what they're doing and, and uh, the, the kind of statements that they're making. Uh, and I'm excited about it because they're candidates that I support. They're candidates that I believe are really out here trying to make a change and trying to shed some light on uh, the political situation that we have out here, um, not just here in Austin, but I think all over the country. Um, and what it means to have somebody in power, someone that is maybe uh, overstayed their welcome, which I think a lot of people feel that certain people in power have. Uh, you know, term limits being a little bit different for congressmen and women uh, and senators and governors and things like that. So uh, there's a lot of change that's looking to be made. And Travis and Alex are spearheading that. And uh, we appreciate that here. So we're going to be interviewing them. Uh, so I got those coming up. Once I get Alex's interview figured out, I will announce that. Um, I've already been announcing Travis's interview, and then we're going to start pushing out some promotional material for that as well. So yeah, excited about that. This episode that you're about to listen to uh, is with my good buddy Tyler Carter, a.k.a. Ty C, a.k.a. T-Carts. Um, he's a hip-hop artist out here in Austin, Texas. He's been out here uh, around the uh, same amount of time that I have. We found that out in the show. I thought he had been out here a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, he's a local Austin hip-hop artist. He's killing the game right now. Uh, he's doing a different music video and a different song every week or every other week. Uh, he's releasing a couple music videos coming up here shortly. Um, he's just released two new songs. He put out an EP earlier, earlier this year. He's working on another. Um, so yeah, there's just a lot of stuff that he's got going on. So we sat down and we talked, talked about his life, his, uh, path to being a hip hop artist, artist. Um, he's gone through a lot, man, just like everybody has. And we, 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 we bring that up during the, um, during the discussion. Um, everybody has their own path that they go on and faces their own challenges and, He's definitely had his fair share of, of road bumps and speed blocks or whatever you want to call them, roadblocks and speed bumps. Can't fucking talk. Um, but he's also made it out 
uh, on the other side and is doing a pretty good job for himself being pretty successful. Uh, and he's doing it all independently, which is important to take note of too. Uh, not doing this with a producer or uh, with a manager or a label backing him. He's all independent and self-produced, which is really cool. So here we go. This is the interview with Ty C. I am your host, Brian Kern. As always, you can check him out on his social media. It is at Ty C. That is T-Y-C um, or Mr. T-Carts, M-R-T-C-A-R-T-S. Um, and then you can also check me out on Of Brian of Death on all my social media and The Common Chaos. Uh, CommonChaos.net for all your needs. We're revamping the site, so if you happen to visit the site and it looks a little funny, a little undone, that's okay. Everything is still available in terms of merch and episodes go, so you can listen to everything, order everything. Um, if something is not available, it'll let you know on the site. It is still secure. You guys can still enter all your information. Nothing crazy will happen. Uh, we're just changing it up, revamping it, giving it a little bit of a facelift. Uh, so yeah, without that, here is the episode with Ty C. I appreciate you guys and love you. Thank you. I assure you that I'll probably just like just like that. Yeah, just be back here talking. Check, 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 check. Cool. All right. Yeah. Cool, man. In this bitch. All right. As we are. We are in it. What's up, man? What's How up? you been? Good. Yeah. Good. That's it. Is <laughs> <Yeah>. good. Uh, <laughs> no. Cut. We're done. This is over. Beautiful interview. <laughs> Who would you like to thank? Uh, Fucking everybody. Yeah. This is gonna be annoying. I knew I was gonna do that. <laughs> Um, you need it though, you know what I mean, for a natural aesthetic. So, right, the yeah. sound to it. Now yeah. you know that we're officially on a podcast. I've opened the can of yes. coffee that is obligatory with every other podcast yes. on the entire planet. Yes, people now know we are in an interview yep. with Tyler Carter. Yes, Ty yes, C. Ty C. Right. Yep. Uh, I don't think I've ever asked you what Mr. T Cart stands for. Is it just Tyler Carter? Mr. Uh, T yeah, yeah, Tyler yeah. Carter. Mr. T Cart. That was actually uh, my first album that I ever released when I was eighteen. So that's the that's where it comes from. So all of my tags is at Mr. T cards. I'm probably gonna change it, you know, maybe do like the real Ty C, but I I kinda like it. You know, kinda like a Mac Miller has Larry Fisherman or right. um God, who was the other one? Logic has Barry Bobby Tarantino. Bobby Tarantino. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Eminem has Slim Shady. What know? uh what would you go to? The real I feel like you would almost I mean, if you're changing, like, your handle, you definitely can't stray away from, like, your actual rap, like, name. Like, it's gotta be Ty C. Like, the real Ty C? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Real Ty C? Yeah. I, something I'll, to that. I'll stick with Mr. T cards. I mean, it's already, yeah. I think, it's, a pretty good thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's distinct. Um, I guess the only unfortunate thing is that it's hard for people to kind of know how to spell it at, after saying it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's not that bad. People have worse Twitter fucking handles for sure. Yeah. That you can't yeah. even like find them from. At least I can. But I'm and also underscores and you know. And how it's like, and, yeah, it's yeah. just aggravating. Yeah. Or you know things spelled differently. You know, like if it was Mister T K, like you know carts. You oh know? Yeah. 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 It'd be like you'd be kind of a bro if you did that. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a little broish. Yeah. Uh, I do know that we kind of went at you that one time with like, hey, ever think about changing it to T-I yeah, like make it look yeah. like high C? Well, dude, it's actually ironic because... Because uh, you had the logo. That's That was my first original idea was T-I-C. I got the juice. But... <laughs> yeah, bro. 
I got that. Have you ever told us that before? Uh, I feel like I you probably I have told I, us. I, I, I don't know. But anyways, I got the name. I had written it down in a very old notebook. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, FaceTiming with a very old friend. And he was like, man, I have like one of your old jailhouse notebooks here and you know he was like looking through it and just trash rhymes like, right you know but i had it done just garbage in, just garbage just, lying oh, in the fucking notebooks oh god that's yeah not even uh but um i had written ty c in bubble letters and i was like oh that's the one so there we go here i am that was that's basically the origin of the name 18, like I said earlier. You're 18? No, yeah. no, no, when I was 18, yeah, the first album that I released was called Mr. T-Cards, because my original name was... Was Mr. T-Cards. T-Cards. Okay. T-Cards. Yeah. yeah, so... You just added the Mr. I think yeah. the Mr. might have been kind of cool to hang on there, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Someone told me it was an interest, interesting name on Tinder, so... Oh, like, on Tinder, you got the Tinder <laughs> approval. Yeah, oh. I got the Tinder approval. That means something. Uh, you know... I guess. <laughs> Man, I mean, it does. It absolutely does. Somewhere somewhere in the world, you know? I think, I mean, to someone, yeah. to whoever gave you that opinion, they really thought that their opinion on Twitter mattered, so, yeah. or on Tinder mattered. Oh, yeah. Maybe, uh, I, I don't know, maybe we should get more into, like, that's something that I've never experienced is, like, dating on social media <laughs> sites like that, like, mm-hmm. something that's been, uh... A weird place to get feedback like that like do people ever come at you over tinder because you do music like do they come at you in weird ways surprisingly and no the reason i ask is i got groupies on the mind because the new um fucking little wayne album dropped yes and is. he's just talking about fucking everybody again yeah. and i just was just literally for a day had a discussion about how like groupies and just a weird mm-hmm. so you probably get tinder hoes i don't surprisingly I'm I'm not flamboyant. You definitely could have said you did, and it probably would have been. Well, you know, it's okay. I mean, I do, but <laughs> oh, now you're on. changing it though. I mean, I do, but I don't get like girls coming at me like, oh, oh you, oh you rap, you know what I mean? Oh, you smooth like that, like you know, man, like they don't. That I actually, it kind of works against me to be honest, because I'm not. I'm not very flamboyant. Just give you a bunch person. of constructive criticism, like, "Hey, I yeah. really liked your bars," but or they just never hit me back because I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they were really into you, but your rap turned them off, and they yeah, were just like, yeah, "Hey, listen, yeah. I was about it until you started yeah. rapping." And, and then uh, uh, I don't know if I'm really. Yeah. <laughs> you're fucking. You're your, probably your ratchet. passion and your curse is just yeah. fucking. Oh yeah, just working against what each do you other. Do? Uh, what do you do? David and Goliath, sort sort of, so to speak. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um. So I want to have you on here, man, because I f- I feel you. I see you out there just making a bunch of moves and doing a lot. And I know that we discussed doing this originally. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think now is even a better time. Like I saw, I was like, hey, yeah. we probably should get an interview in here just to get building on top of whatever you have currently in the works and um, what your I guess future future plans and goals are. Um, but I also wanted to kind of talk to you about um, what what makes you kind of who you are and why you are Ty C. Uh, you mm-hmm. and me have I've had the privilege of working with you on a couple of different projects, Austin Live and Local. Um, you know, working on shows and stuff, the DreamHack thing. Um, I you and me always have kind of had that like. I don't want to say heart-to-heart conversation, but kind of like that deep, like, where we kind of pick each other's brains a little bit and maybe challenge one another in our thought processes or maybe have different perspectives for one another. And we always, at least from what I've seen, we've always kind of end up going, hey, we got to continue this 
we'll get back to this topic yeah. be- at hand because we yes. end up getting like real deep into it. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to have that brought out a little bit because I think that goes into a lot of what you're trying to develop as your character. Yeah. And I don't mean character and and that you're playing somebody else, but in the people in the star of the film that exactly. is Ty C's life, the character of Ty C. Yeah. You are building yourself in a certain way, and I think it has a lot to do with how your brain works, how you uh, accomplish your goals, how mm-hmm. you uh, how you perceive your goals, and how you. Uh, put plans into actions and basically yeah. make it happen man because it's something that a lot of people are doing and if there's anybody that's um putting themselves in a i don't want to say a tough situation because that's kind of hard to define um but just a situation that's, that's going to definitely cause some challenges mm-hmm. it's a white dude trying to be a rapper mm-hmm. in austin texas like it's gonna have oh, its yeah. complications it's gonna have its hurdles in its way texas it's, in general in general yeah, yeah let alone austin texas the music yeah. capital of the world yeah. or the u.s right oh yeah um, and so I want to know what it is that kind of keeps you moving through that, mm-hmm. um, through that just constant barrage of, of ups and downs, peaks, valleys. Yeah. And if there's anybody that's kind of stayed consistent in terms of producing content and putting content up and out there and being fresh with what they're putting out there and, uh, constantly, uh, coming up with ideas or putting pen to paper, so to speak, I, I, you come to mind, especially in the music, uh, scene here in Austin. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, so I kind of wanted to <clears throat> pick your brain about that a little bit. Yeah. So, so uh, I liked what you said about building character and, you know, so to speak, a character. Right. Music, you have to be a character. Mm-hmm. That's something that I've struggled to accept because I always thought that if I could just make the, like, the dopest song like not commercial but just for like that kid at home who's like having a hard day i thought that you know eventually someone would notice well people have noticed but you know i thought that i was gonna like blow up overnight whatever but um this music is just character building it's putting yourself in front of a camera constantly because you know this generation like we all have cell phones we're all constantly tuned into social media everywhere you know so it's it's been it's, it's been tough you know it's right. been really tough like um super tough so f- tough from what angles like sure a couple okay let me i kind of want to kick it off this way just because i feel it aligns with where you're going mm-hmm. um you are you're you're putting yourself in a situation that for the most part is um an uphill trek yeah. and <clears throat> you know i always used to think that I was going uphill or that I was struggling or that, you know, just all the negative emotions and connotations that come with that mentality, but it all comes with changing, you know, yourself in the way that you express in everything, right? So, Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's, it's, I'm not, I'm not going uphill anymore, you know, I'm, I'm not going uphill anymore. Okay. I'm just cruising. I'm doing everything that I can, and I'm happy about maintaining that. Exactly. a maintenance maintenance run. Exactly, I'm proud of that. You know, because I don't want to make myself feel like I'm constantly struggling, and you know, just struggling in general. Because that's that's such a bad thing to st- to say in the universe. And um, man. dang, rule number one. <sighs> 
No, you're fine. What would it be called um, and stuff? No. no phone is a problem. You're good. Uh, um, all right, yeah. so let me, I need to know, man. What, when did you, you say you put your first album out when you were 18. By the yeah. way, guys, not to be awkward, Becca may be taking photos during this just to, because we're doing stuff and, you know, obviously you can yeah. have them and do your whole thing, but she may grab a couple photos here in between while we're doing whatever. Um, what, when did you realize that, hey, I want to be, I want to do hip hop. I want to be a musician. I want to be an artist. Were you always kind of musically musically inclined as a kid? I was. I uh, I was in band uh, from I want to say fifth to all the way through middle school. What'd you play? Trumpet. Okay. Yeah. So main melody. Oh yeah, we did mm-hmm. have we discussed this. I believe. Yes. Yes. Yep. I remember so that. you know that's that's definitely what started it. When I was a kid, I listened to a lot of funk, Motown. Always loved music. Like. That was definitely number one. Um, Rapping-wise, I was writing poetry before I ever rapped. I saw your recent ones you did at Kickbutt, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the ones that you did on, on stage. That was poetry, right? Or was it the... It was, was, it it? was a song. Yeah. It was a song. Oh, the yeah, songs. Okay. a couple songs. Yep. Yep. But I, that that place is kind of... Mm. We'll talk, yeah, no, we can bring that up, too, because yeah. the, <laughs> the stand-up there is getting kind of... It's getting awkward. Yeah. It's getting a little weird. And the sound quality is just not... Really? Commendable, yeah. Hmm, I like it. I enjoy it. I think um, it's a. I think it's perfect. Uh, but you gotta have certain. You gotta have the right crowd, the right people in there, at the right times. Like for the audience, the mm-hmm. sound quality. Oh yeah. But for the performer. Oh yeah, and it's way too bright. Yeah. Way so, too fucking like, bright. I, I I was forgetting my lyrics because I I can't oh. I can't even hear the beat. Like it's like so low, and all I hear is like myself yep. rapping, and I'm like, okay, well, how can I control this? You mm-hmm. know, it's like definitely not turn up season. It's more like. You know, we're sitting here, sipping coffee, kind of indulge, clearly you know? obviously bombed because I try to do uh, comedy, and don't say I do, but I try to do comedy, and um, the place I hate bombing at is fucking kick butt because yeah. it's uncomfortable. Oh, Because gosh. you're just like, uh, and then the lights, it's like hot, and you're just like awkward. You don't see anything. You oh, know gosh. that everything in your face makes you look retarded. Yeah. You look stupid, and it's just the worst. Yeah. That's yeah. how I feel. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh gosh! But I yeah. love the place. It's awesome. And Great I had place. a uh, pecan coffee from there the other day. Whew, changed my life. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I I haven't ordered anything from them yet. But uh, back to the subject. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's fine though. I I love that. You know, <clears throat> sometimes when I'm, you know, uh, structured, I feel uncomfortable. Just it's it's probably because of like me being on probation and stuff, like a structured mm. lifestyle. Just makes me feel like uh, super uncomfortable you know? alright fast forward into that because I know we've kind of already touched like you and me in the past have touched on I guess your music history and, and always yeah. being into it yeah, uh, yeah. Touch and on, that's never going to stop either so you know yeah. it's guaranteed like this is a conversation that we can have for the rest of our lives yeah. you know what I mean yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's going to be probably a just a continuation which I think is cool of mm-hmm. what your what ex- your experiences you have but like how you're changing them too mm-hmm. and so how did your, I'll say 18, going into your first album, going into making mm. music for your first time, what was happening in your life? What were some events that were going on? All right. And like high and lows, yeah. just for the sake of context in what's, explain how the highs and the lows yeah. are, have built what we got right now. Okay. Built so, um, like I said, I was doing poetry, um, Mac Dre was a huge influence. I'm into astrology. I was a cancer. He was a cancer. It's corny, but I'm going to be honest. No, it's fine. So I was like, oh, I can do this. All right. So I started putting together raps when I was in juvie. 
like you know writing i got out dabbled a little bit so my first album i was 18 i was living at a recovery house with you know i was the youngest kid there i was 18 years old living with you know 55 45 35 you know you you name it like some dude was like 60 oh yeah yeah, you know like all messed up fucked up people just you know was it more like halfway house based or was it more like a rehabilitation center based it was it was um or was rehabilitation it like, yeah it yeah, wasn't yeah. halfway so you know there wasn't a lot of people in there with crimes but that's why i was in there right because you probably had to write players yeah. part of whatever you were doing yeah, how long were you locked I, up for or in juvie for um i was i was in there for like seven months and then i went to rehab right after and then i got put on a scram bracelet which is an alcohol monitoring and the day that that turned like that came off when I was 18 I ran from my felony probation and they caught me and then put me in a treatment court that's what the program was called and I was messing up a treatment court and then they put me in the halfway house so okay. this is where this is 18 like you know this Prime. is where I was yep right. so um 17 into 18 or all this is happening 18, while you're 18, 18 into 19? 19. Yep, okay. all of this. All yep. right. So, uh, yeah, that's that's when I did my first album. And I wrote it there. I produced it myself. I recorded it myself. I bought all of the studio stuff with uh, my college refund. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, From... the judge wasn't too happy about that. But <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it's, it's whatever, man. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's when I did my first album. That's... that's... And uh, reception... I mean, it was it was decent. You know how you are when you're 18. Like, you know, you're way up here. You know, like uh. not reception wise. I want to know like material wise. Material wise, <coughs> what was it? I mean, reception wise, yeah. But honestly, mm-hmm. 18. Material wise, I, I wasn't. You know, it was it was actually like some of my most lyrical stuff that I've ever done. Did it make sense? No. <laughs> like, but like, like did it make like, dude? I oh, was okay. like doing like six seven syllable rhymes and can you give me an example of one? Oh god i can't man i can't even remember i mean i'll i'll, I'll turn i'll turn you on a song after this okay um yeah i can't i can't no, i can't you remember can. man you're probably, i don't want to remember i don't <laughs> no, yeah no. it just makes me Black cringe it. really bad Black um and my cadence i didn't have a sound i didn't have a voice i didn't know what to sound like and i listened to a lot of eminem around 18 mm. 19 mm, okay. 17 so that's i'm excited for this I'm oh, excited yeah. that's where it yes. oh yeah that's where it went but um yeah after that i was i got locked up again kicked out of treatment court i failed i was like two months away from graduating getting my felony off all my records whatever failed ran from probation got caught Put in a halfway house, hopped the fence, ran from the halfway house, got picked up the next day, put back in jail, and then I got off of my felony. How'd you get off your felony? Yeah. How? Oh, Isn't I'd... that crazy? It's a thing called double jeopardy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Where they, they're charging you over and over and over and charging over Charging you again. twice for the same crime. Yep. And <laughs> I, I got my public defender and I Julia, got into... Julia Budden, uh, some movie she was in, I believe it was Julia Budden. Yeah, mm, mm, double jeopardy. <laughs> but Classic. that's the only I know, right? Classic. <laughs> like Tommy Lee Jones was in it. Uh, no, but that's how I know what that means. And it was that was murder, a little bit more of a serious case. But yeah, super. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's an and it, like it's an actual lot. So I was like, yeah. oh, I don't think that's real. Supreme but, Court. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, my 
my public defender, I was on the run for like four months before they caught me. It's legitimate though. Yeah. And the the day that I got in jail, um, he sent me this pack like this dude, just him going back and forth with, uh, the, uh, prosecutor and, uh, got me off. We threatened to take it to the Supreme Court, and then the judge was like, 30 days expunged off your record. You don't have to say that you're a felon nowhere ever again. This is done. So, yeah. That that's made me dope. feel pretty good, man. That's dope. Oh, you don't yeah. see that very often. Like, a, yeah. that's a, it's a win. Well, it's Montana, though, too. It's a very small town. So, they... I mean, the judges try to bully you, and they... Okay, so you know would you I mean? consider maybe harder to have that be a result? Like, in a city? Yeah. Like, I mean... My punishment would have been less in the city. I wouldn't have... I was going to say, I mean, are they really going to be spending... I mean, I get the, yeah. they have their shit to meet and their quotas, but mm-hmm. at what point... He probably sent you a packet this big, because at one point they were probably like, okay, whatever, just get the fucking kid out of here. He probably, you know, yeah, we probably don't need to waste resources. Yes. Oh, yeah, not at get all. Get it the fuck out of yep. here. Plus, you know, like, if, if, if I were to uh, bring it up and bring it to the Supreme Court... They man, could potentially cause some issues, yeah. yeah. Get them all fired. It's and not they, worth it. Yeah, man, they were all... That was Did you say it weren't to squeeze at that point? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was bad. I'm sorry, what? I just said the juice wasn't worth to squeeze oh, at that no, point. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't at all. So I got out, and then... What'd you do after that? <laughs> Clean record. Not many people get that whole, like, hey, it's all right. We can just take this bad mark away. Well, you know, the day that I... The day after I got out, I was out celebrating. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> we know how this goes uh, at a frat house. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, one thing leans to another, yep. and then I'm right. ripping my shirt off outside, and I s- smoked some kid, I don't remember, I woke up in a jail cell, and got an assault for like $4,500, one punch, and I was like, what the heck, man, just my luck, you know what I mean? I guess, <laughs> at that yeah. point... <laughs> But I was, I just, you know, it's You were celebrating. That's yeah. like people that realize they don't have AIDS after they get, they're super scared yeah. of AIDS tests yeah. and they just go out. And, yeah. yeah. I was super angry back then too. I was still very, very closed minded, yeah. angry. Maybe not recognizing these little. Yeah. Fucking pass go card or these chance cards you were getting that were in your favor. Yeah. Maybe. That was like, look, you know, I, I didn't. I mean, I, I took advantage of I don't know of anybody them. that really does at 18. I don't yeah. know anybody that's really that Even keen. 20, you know, like, you see it. You yeah. see it. That you know, uh, or at least some sign of it in people that are, I guess, somewhat on the right track or successful at eighteen years old, nineteen years old, twenty, yeah. thirty, even. Like to be honest, but I mean, yeah. What's even some thirty-five-year-olds are completely lost. I mean, shit like that, where you're not understanding big, big chances and risks that you're taking. Yeah. You know, you're not understanding the severity of, you know on and off and on and off and on and mm-hmm. off and like how now you recognize how big getting a felony off your record is yeah. back then you probably didn't <clears throat> understand how big it was or the impact mm-hmm. it would have had and yeah. there's not many people that do have that foresight yeah. and you at that age anyways and you're right some people at 35 don't you do some people 45 you said you had a guy in your in your halfway house. my sister went through this experience recently and she like one of the, her best friends that she made was like some 48 year old lady yeah like made her think my mom so they like bonded or whatever and like yeah. she normal chick you know just happens to not be able to catch like this wave out of yeah whatever process she's in you know what i'm saying yeah but, but. i'm i'm very fortunate to be able to 
experience that at such a young age, you know, because that really strapped me with a lot of, um, I want to say tools, you know, throughout my life to uh, kind of handle situations, you know. So you say that it was a, you're fortunate. It's I mean, kind I was of a weird, fortunate. a weird take. Yeah, I was, I'm very blessed to have gone through all that stuff that I went through, especially with the law. You know, I had I had met a couple people that are still in my life. Shout out uh, Charizard and Evie over there. That's awesome. My sister did those. Really? Yeah. Those are really good. Yeah. She uh, right when Pokemon Go Pokemon Go, yeah. Go came out, she yeah. was like on it. They're very nice. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. The uh, blue team and the what is it Valor and I don't I don't know the other yeah teams. and that's the symbols behind them yeah yep yeah it's cool. I know, huh? Those are pretty dope. I never even really, really cool. like thought Pokemon like I don't. It's huge, man. People still fucking play it. People are still. I got a belt on, bro. I, got I did a Pokemon belt. But on, I mean, man. the Pokemon like, Go. I was doing. I did an interview dude. when I was in California, and while we were doing the interview, the dude's fiance was walking back and forth catching him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, "Who are you catching yeah. now?" And I was like, "Really, guys?" And that's Pokemon Go. Like they're coming. I know out it's with ridiculous. Still, multiple games, series, animated series. I've been calling for a live action for the longest time, man. Can you imagine a dope ass, a dope ass CGI like Pikachu? And you can make it realistic. You like can they make fucked it up super realistic. Real quick, yes, they yes. fucked up with Power Rangers real quick by giving them superpowers. That was dumb. You had a legitimate chance to make a dope movie. Yeah. And you gave them superpowers, and they can jump around without their suits on. Like you could have just made it to where when they had the suits on, they had the powers, mm-hmm. and it would have been fine. But no, you're giving them weird powers. Yeah. And to be honest, if we want to get on this subject. Every single animated live action Hollywood movie that I've seen, if I'm super into the anime, they fucked them all up. Anime live action. Anime animation, you know what I mean? Like Power Rangers was semi animation, you know what I mean? They that movie Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. You know, like they did Oh, I mean, don't even that Dragon Ball Z movies. And I'm not even a big uh, Dragon Ball Z fan and they she talks shit to me all the time because she's into Dragon Ball Z. I'm not even that big of a Dragon Ball Z fan and that movie was garbage. They just they yeah. But like, you know, nostalgia factor. Yeah. I appreciate that they tried. Oh yeah. I was jacked for a Power Ranger movie for sure. The Ninja Turtles, I felt like they missed the mark on that. And you had three amazing movies from the 90s that you did not have to fucking go and wreck with your shitty fuck. You could have made dope movies. But now, now that you mentioned TMNT, one movie that I feel like they did actually well with was Transformers. The first first couple from like 2007? That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. But Dinosaur Age bullshit? They should have stopped. Yes. Mark Wahlberg, Transformers? (laughs) Yeah, they actually did decent, so I applaud them. So yeah, I wasn't mad at the first Transformers, first couple. Yeah. I liked uh, Revenge of the Fallen or whatever the second one was, the mm. one that people didn't like. I liked all the, three. The I liked the, the first yeah, yeah, three, yeah. the whole the first trilogy. Like the trilogy with yes. uh, Shia LaBeouf. Yes, correct? yes, it was good. Yes, it was good. Yeah, I thought so. And then they just kept milking it. Yeah. Just like they do with everything. Could have done one final one with Ultron, maybe, or Unicron, and made it like a yeah. like the movie, like yeah. the '89 animated movie. Yeah. You could have yeah. done one final one. Yeah. You don't need fucking everybody. You don't mm. need Mark Wahlberg with his fake hairpiece coming in. No. God damn it! Yeah. I do. Don't love, be Mark. Don't be. I love Mark Wahlberg, but I do too. God, man. Just yeah. some things he shouldn't have been in Transformers, and that's just. So we'll you, said, you said that you were fortunate to experience these issues, yeah. these setbacks, these yeah. hard times, because you didn't have the foresight uh, at the, you know, while all this was going on to kind of understand what was happening mm-hmm. and how it would affect you. Um, fast forward, this was 18, you're 27 now? 28? 
26. You're 26? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so within the last decade, at yeah. what point does this tide turn a little bit? And you start exactly. course correcting. Yep. And that's the tide turned when I was 23. Okay. What yep. happened? Was there a significant took event? Took acid. Took acid? Yeah. Powerful and my, my mentality, like, a lot. A lot of it. <laughs> well, my freaking friend, man, he slipped me, dude. Oh, man. He was face, like, your face was fucking brilliant. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, he freaking slipped me, man, because, you know, I, we were all going to do a tab. You know, I, was, I wanted to ease mm-hmm. into it slow. I've done yeah. mushrooms plenty of times. And I think he gave me like five. And my brain was like, melting out of my skull but Mm. it just it opened my eyes to a different way of thinking i was so close-minded and oh man so that's where the tide turned where in what what areas of your life like what aspects of your life were you close-minded in the music i listened to the ways that i handled situations the ways that i carried myself the ways that i analyze other people like Okay. I was just a very negative, negative, negative person. Like, okay. I still have traits day to day, but and you've you've addressed them before. Yeah, we've yeah. yeah. Like um, you know, you know, you know. But it just opened my eyes and changed my life and yeah, made me happy. You know? Okay, happy with what? What made what myself. made you happy? Okay, myself. I had a conversation with myself. What'd you guys talk about? It was crazy. What did T Carts and Ty C? Yeah, that's basically what it was. Different egos? It was different egos. I'm going to go grab a beer real quick. Yeah, yeah, of course. Create something. Uh, Could you grab me one too, please? Awesome. It does say things about yourself, so. Huh? <clears throat> Were you trying to di- distill liquor? Uh, no, uh, Roger and her brother brew beer. That's awesome. Yeah. When, uh, they may have some. I'll ask when Roger comes out. I'll ask. They may have some. Definitely check it out. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, really dude, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? They do. Yeah. Awesome. That's what they're. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Okay, it's, so uh, back to the subject. There's the conversation between mm, T Carts yes. and Ty C. All right, so there's a while there's you're on a, acid. Yes, yes. At what? Well, at, at 23. Uh, yeah. At 23 years and old, you've had your issues. I had my kids. Your buddies being an asshole. Kids. How many yeah. kids? I thought you only had two. one kids. You have I two had kids. Two kids. So I had my kids. How old are they? Uh, five and three. So, they are currently five and three. Yes. Okay, so they're Bryson's rather about to turn six. Rather young when you're 23. This is three, four years ago. Oh yeah. So this they're, is their super you'll probably young. only had one at the time, or did you have both? I had both. Okay. This was like right around probably the time you had the second one. It was it was right around the time that she like remarried. Well, we were never married, but you know she it was it was a very quick process, and I was just right destroyed. Makes sense. Um. So there's a thing. It's called ego death. 
Right. It's a, a lot of people experience it on uh, hallucinogens, uh, psilocybin, stuff like that. That's what happened. <clears throat> this conversation with myself, I basically viewed myself outside of myself. So me, no wall, nothing, was talking to this guy who was just like, you know, cocky, arrogant, you know, and he kept like kind of like trying to dig me and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and he had like a he had his hat on backwards and I had mine forwards. Like, dude, it was weird. Like man. the evil version, right? Like evil, when you have like yeah, a dark like mustache, dark eyebrows. Yeah. And <laughs> like even like just I dark think, hair. I think like I had a overshirt on and his was like unbuttoned. Like, yeah, dude, yeah. It was weird. Right. It was where you played awesome. the we played the same character in Mortal Kombat. One's got the different outfit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, I don't really remember much of the conversation, but I know that at the end of it like we kind of just like dissipated you know and I walked inside and then I was I was a new person when I woke up understood a lot more things you know I saw a lot of sacred geometry too like things that you can't explain yeah no way to explain how do you feel that that impacted you when you say that you woke up and you, you, you had this conversation, you don't really remember the details, but you wake up and you're different. In what way? Like, did you wake up and it was just like, I'm going to be a different person? Or did you wake up man, feeling like, a different way? Did you wake up with like a an initial thought? Like was, prior, yeah. you know how when you wake up, like now, it's kind of like, there's that initial, when you wake up, that initial yeah. thought, right? Like there's yeah. that... Either what you're going to do for the day, what's got you in your mindset that you're in, whether it be something you were thinking about before you went to bed, something you dreamt about, you know, assuming that you wake up, no alarm, nothing frantic, right? You're Mm kind of naturally waking up. You have that where are you moment. Mm -hmm. There's a thought process that I think someone goes through like right when they wake up, that kind of sets the tone for the rest of their day in the sense of how they're going to carry themselves, their attitude, how they're going to react, respond. Yeah. Was that different? When you come out of this trip, was it the way that did it did it take a while to set in? I've hallucinated once, and it took me a second. I didn't have an experience like yours, but it took yeah. me a second to kind of break out of it. I didn't just come out right away from waking up. So was there yeah. any haziness kind of when you came back, or was it just to a different honest, mentality immediately? To be honest, I don't I don't remember the day after that I woke up, but I do know that I knew what I had to do. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. And that's that's basically what happened but I, I like what you said I've been noticing that you know people say oh you woke up on the wrong side of the bed yeah, that's a thing you know, it's a very, a very real thing but um, even even everything in the first hour of your day sets the tone for the rest of your day so right. if something negative happens in that first hour it's more than likely going to be like you know uh, or you're looking for something to I like to think that Go it's not wrong. the events, the reaction to the events. Yes. Right? You can yes. definitely wake up not with, the, yes, exactly. with some you. nasty text yes. messages, some bullshit, yes. and it's, yes. are you going to, are you going to, are you going to, okay. Yeah, that's are you going to immediately that's go good. to your phone and start checking shit, or are you going to put the phone aside, go that's take why your they shit, say, yep, go yep. breathe, go have your exactly. coffee. That's why they say to respond not, after. Yeah. People, that's, people yeah. that respond in hurries, I'm trying to get better about that. And that's the only reason I point that out is because that's something that I have picked up on. I'm trying to get better with like... I, uh, people want to call it in the moment, but I don't necessarily think it's the really being in the moment. I don't like thinking of that, but waking up, 
there's a lot going on. Cool. Can you detach yourself from all that that's going on for just a second to allow you to yep. kind of catch up with yourself, mm-hmm. get into your state of mind, boom. And then when you're ready, come out behind the curtain, exactly. get at your day, read your phone, Shower ready to handle that metaphorically. bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Seriously. It's a very real thing, I think. It is. And that's why they say to not get on social media right when you wake up. Give it an hour at, at most. Because really, everything on there is just... It's negative. Yeah. You know, and looking at everybody's views, subscribers, likes, you know, high. I have social media on the list of things I want to talk to you about. Yeah. Um, and we'll get there. Yeah. For uh, sure. I, the reason I want to talk about it is because of reference you're in Trent's uh, podcast on his show that you did. Yes. Um, you guys talked about it quite a bit. Me and Trent kind of talked about it. Mm-hmm. And it's something that, um, is fucking so necessary it's kind of unbelievable not unbelievable at this point because it's just now so in your face but social media as a tool for i guess lack of a better phrase building on your character still right like yeah. if you're if you as tyler oh, yeah. are going to get ty c your t carts or whatever yep. persona you're trying to push out there yep. whatever image you're trying to have other people perceive you now have to have this extra course of execution on the social media side mm-hmm. and within getting into that we can just talk about now within getting into that you're fed into these different filter bubbles you're fed into these different little categories of you know hey this is going to pop up in your feed this is going to pop up in your feed this is going to pop up in your feed how are you going to react to all that how's it being put there why is it being put there a lot of those different routes we could go down but i want to go down the necessity for it. why do you think that there is that warning now hey wait an hour before you get on social media it's never good to go swimming 30 minutes after you eat right you gotta let your food digest why is all of a sudden social media is there like a serious tone to it now takashi 69 I'm oh, just kidding. <laughs> I mean, that could no, be, no. and I'm kind of slightly disappointed that no. uh, Kanye oh. was going to put him, that has him on his new album. He's he's popping, man. Get, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't personally listen to him, but respect. Go Fair get enough. Your, go get your bag, man. Fair enough. You know what I mean? That's that's Fair that's enough. what I see. But do I agree with him? No. But... You know, whatever. But no. Go back was, to the waking up. You took acid. Yeah. Your life changed. <laughs> <laughs> You're not Takashi Six Nine yet. Hopefully, you're never gonna be. But no. it's all right. In um, that sense, making a fool yeah. of yourself. No, social media is just. Um, I feel like it's controlled by the youth, really. You know, like young, young, young kids like doing stupid crap. You know, and bullying and. You know, just all that negative stuff that comes with being in school. Mm-hmm. It's kind of been like social media is kind of like being in school, you know, like a high school. It's it is. Just, dude, I haven't been in high school for a freaking decade. Yep. What? Why am I still in high school? I don't. I don't understand, and that's like that's. If know. I can be honest, I think that's yeah. life. I think a lot. I think life imitates life in yeah. the way that the life you experience <laughs> in high school is just an imitation of the real world. You just happen yeah. to be locked up in a it weird is. place for it six is. hours out of your day. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now you're just in everybody's high school. Now you're a member yeah. of your high yeah. school, the fucking yeah. high school your friend was a member of. Now you're a part of all these Thank different you. high schools, and yep. you get weird shit. You're right because you know, like even showing up at a party, and you know, yeah. It's, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, these guys are. The- cool guys but issues get handled over social media now instead of fucking meeting after second period yeah. they're gonna have their discussion on instagram and yeah. it's gonna fucking i mean that's 
it's life and it's that's why it's necessary it is it's just another facet of life that people have to get connected to and have to push um maybe not push themselves into but if you really want to stay connected with people my mom she just found like her brother who she hasn't talked to in like five years through facebook just on like a people you may know it was his daughter who's been married and has a different last name and like just so happened to link him and she's freaking out she's like oh my god and she's like clicking all this shit she's like i just found fucking chuck and blah blah and i'm like all right well where was that's social media it's fucking living they just didn't talk. Yeah, they just didn't talk. You, did, you don't talk to nobody? No, no. He, yeah. you know, nobody low key. Everybody. Low key, I kind of. Uh, I mean, like, time. Christmas cards. It's really it, you know. But oh, you're like, saying Christmas cards? I'm assuming so. Maybe not even mm. that. I don't know. Mm. I just know that they hadn't talked in a while. She was all jacked about it. Yeah. But it wasn't even them directly being correlated. It was like an offset. But that's just social media kind of working its magic, right? Yeah. So if you really yeah. want to be a. Uh, I guess thrown into your world a hundred percent. You got to kind of engage your social media world. Maybe, maybe not an artist. Definitely. You have to as Ty C as Tyler, you have to, I have to kind of, I mean, no, I literally have to, I think you do. You don't, let's be, let's be clear. You don't have to do anything, but you have to, if you want to do the music, if you want to be an artist, if you want to fucking live your dreams. Exactly. You know, and part of me always wanted to like, find a manager have him do it for me blah 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 but then i was like man i just i just have to do this like getting in front of the camera uh making music videos you know i'm gonna try vlogging out you know i'm gonna uh do some streaming you know what i mean just get more in front of the camera as much as humanly possible to build that character but like to be fair i feel like i don't have to build some sort of character. I just have to get used to being myself in front of a camera. Right, you know building it I mean? upon yourself, yeah. Yeah, because I feel like I have a pretty strong character. And, you are, you yeah. Know, and that's the, and the, and the the term <clears throat> character was a, was a word that I had, yeah, bad word. But No, 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 no. And it really wasn't, though, because it, you have to... Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm just putting a different take on it, you know? you it, There is something you're building. It's yeah. your image. It's your... How you want to yeah. be perceived. Yeah. Um, to, and I mean, and if, if I mean, you could look at it in an actual character way too, because be, who do people cling to? Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse is a character, right? Yeah. And like, it's yeah. fucking world famous. Your character, world famous. You're, you have, I mean, but we roll Slim our eyes. Shady. We roll our eyes, yeah. but let's be clear, like, they are. They're famous. And mm-hmm. they're characters, right? Slim Shady. Back it's like an alter ego, out. yeah. That's like a, it's a it's see, a, and then there's it's that a character too. And then, you know? the, but, and then how yeah, is that? She's six nine. Is like he a real, he's a real person, right? That's him. yeah. He's like that's like he went to court. You went, you yeah, went to court yeah, is yeah, like the law yeah. of the land, kind of. You kind yeah. of have to be semi serious. He like took the alter ego to the next level. He I'm did. sure he's probably you know a decent person. Face tattoos. Person. I think once you put the face tattoos on, that's the <clears> permanent mask. Mikey Rose, shout out Mikey Rose, man. That's that's what he's talking about. He's, he wants to get his whole face tatted up, and I'm like, nah, dude, I'm not gonna. No, I'll get some neck tats, but I mean, I don't, I don't mind the face tattoos. Just get something. I just, what are you putting on the face that's good? I don't mind the little. Yeah. If you get something cool. Yeah, yeah, he, he got I even like, thought yeah. the game's butterfly while well, he had the butterfly was dope. I was yeah. like, all right, I'm not mad yeah. at the butterfly yeah. in the fucking LA. And the, I get it. Yeah. But I wasn't mad at the butterfly either. If you're in that position, go ahead. Yeah. Should you have the number 6'9 on your face? If it had significance outside of the fact that you love eating pussy while getting your dick sucked, yeah. I would yeah. be inclined to say, yes, have it on your face. Yeah. But we get why you're putting it on your face. Yeah. Is it necessary? Yeah. I, I wouldn't think so. But. Millions, making millions. Yeah. Do you think that's, that's a problem? Are you mad? 
No, I'm not mad. No, I'm not mad. But is it a little weird? Is it? It's weird, right? It's weird knowing that we kind of live in that moment where any where what were they doing? What were they writing? What was their process in? It's hip hop, bro. That's what it is. It's hip hop has always been gutter. Hip hop has always been. Do you think there's anybody that's out there that's? I was ha- I was having a conversation with my buddy Emmanuel about this the other day. That is going. I feel like Takashi kind of at least kicked off how I know him is from the <clears throat> video with where he's got the pitch and it's all it's his voice and it's high pitched and I was like who is this guy and it's a fucking rapper and I kind of went down that rabbit hole and figured out who he was but he kind of he's that real outlandish style that was kind of on that wave for a little bit right mm-hmm. so he had the wherewithal to kind of ride that wave and put himself out there mm-hmm. not saying that the that, that 6 9 did this but do you think that there's anybody out there that's riding the, this wave of whatever, whatever style, trend, mumble rap, whatever it may be, and they're getting to that that crest, right? Mm-hmm. And then once they get there, they like level out and start being real. And I put the air quotes along real because you think people are riding like that fake shit and that like what if he like mm-hmm. it was all fake? Tattoos are fake. All the shit he was doing was fake. Now that he's made his millions and sold his albums and, and did his thing and he can be himself, he changes everything. Do you yeah. think there's people out there doing that? has to be right i mean it's a tactic the the one person like at least right now i don't know but joiner joiner comes to mind joiner who's lucas who's that uh he's he was on uh eminem's kamikaze uh, he's a really good rapper i mean I, I haven't really gotten into him that much but um you know one of the first mixtapes that got him on he, you know he's like has pictures of you know a, a lot of great people in the music tied up you know like you know mm. this is like you know I'm hard right mm. and then he comes out with songs that are you know real it's it's almost like the Eminem effect he did the same thing kind of went after everybody got the attention and then mellowed out a little bit Hobson did the same thing you know he mellowed out but they didn't want to hear mellow Hobson they just want you know, they want to mm. hear you just go in and mm. shred people up mm-hmm. you know same with but you know Eminem did that very very much so you know, with the Slim Shady EP, like that whole thing is just murder, you know. And then he comes, and then he's still angry, but then he has multiple sides to him, to where he can change the world, like just lose yourself. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know if anybody. I is feel that that's doing authentic, it. though. I feel like so, I feel it like is. Eminem is authentic, mm-hmm. or I feel like there are there could be some people out there that maybe. But he ain't never murdered nobody. No, I know. You know what I mean? Like he never raped any you know like all the stuff that he talks about like you know rape the women swim team like that's like don't take me for a joke i'm no comedian he like dude that was like uh i know but yeah, maybe dude, maybe like, <laughs> maybe oh though God, maybe crazy. Could be. yeah maybe me like, too hashtag i mean it's a thing hashtag me too it could dude you never know do you uh, imagine i wouldn't be surprised i'm not surprised by any of anybody really? everybody's getting uh, called out nowadays uh, nice, i'm just like yeah. all right yeah. cool um, that's i mean a good not cool but that, that's a good that's a good oh it's necessarily a good mentality I'm just it's happening so often everybody's <laughs> yeah. getting busted people yeah. I thought everybody was kind of not over it and I'm not trying to be a downer on the Me Too thing but mm-hmm. I thought that that was kind of out of the mainstream like bulletins and headlines and then people were super jacked about Bill Cosby getting put away and I think that him only getting 10 years is a little <laughs> a little under and okay. it's not even 10 years it no it's 3 four, to 10 years yeah which is <laughs> okay. prison time right. prison time Quick. he's gonna sit Two to six months. You think, really? Yeah, dude. If if you have DOC time, man, and like, he's got rich money, you. 
He's got that money. It's it's really, he he had a good lawyer, but rape is still there. Weinstein's so many, gonna get a good one. Weinstein's hopefully. gonna get a fucking good one. Oh yeah, but see when when you look at the amount of years that you're actually given, mm-hmm. you only do a quarter of it. Hmm. So you know, like, no, give or take, good yep. behavior. And then if you that. have good behavior, yeah. you can cut that quarter in half. You know what I mean? So yeah. realistically, he's probably gonna sit. He'll sit six months max if he if he's on good behavior. And then he'll get out, have to go to a program, rehabilitation. And he's blah, probably blah. not getting thrown into like fucking he'll some probably, crazy prison. He's probably getting the right cushy yeah, with a cushion. A, with a freaking house arrest monitoring. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, Tysey, back on your wave. Yeah. The highs after the acid trip. You have the acid trip, you fucking realize that your life is different yeah changed yep were you taken by were you questioning it i was taken by extra were you having were you having existential crises crises yeah i i I had a lot of stuff going in my life you know Um, what were turning points what little changes did you start making to kind of make that climb out of the out of abyss out of of bozeman yeah that place is awful i feel Okay, so let's talk on that for a little bit because that's kind of what I'm working on currently. Mm-hmm. Bozeman's where you're from, right? Yeah. And that's um, where you experienced a lot of these issues and a lot of these hardships and a lot of the, a lot of these hard times. Yeah, yeah. Do you consider Bozeman your home? Is that your home? No. Okay. Yeah. Was I'm, it ever? Yeah. I and, mean, that's that's tough. Out of spite, I say no. Perfect. All yeah. Right, cool. So cool. I'll leave it there. All right. I'll, uh, I'll, there's, there's purpose behind asking that because, um, I'm, I'm doing this whole thing about going back home because I go back home a lot and it's weird for me every time, every time it's a different Mm -hmm. like little experience and I'm slowly transitioning to where I'm like, all right, well maybe that's like a different home than what I'm used to. Cause I'm like excited to come back to Austin mm-hmm. and come back into the grind and experience the things that are going on here and, and keeping this ride going. Right. Yeah. And yeah. when I go back home. For a long time, I wanted to leave because there were those, those yeah. like, fuck, I don't want to be here. I don't want to have to deal with the same shit over and over and over again, this bullshit. And granted, it wasn't to the max you were experiencing it at the time you were experiencing it. But from a young age to my early 20s, when I, I had the, <clears throat> the capabilities of maybe going, but not necessarily the resources. It's 16, 17. I can't leave. I can't just say, oh, hey, I want to leave my hometown. Yeah. Like, that's not, yeah. uh, it's, yeah. you know, really feasible I mean, it is, but not in my world. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But when you hit twenty two, twenty three, and you're in the real world officially, and maybe out of school, out of college, out of whatever, mm-hmm. and you have the freedom to go wherever you want. Sometimes leaving home's hard. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's easy. Sometimes people are reluctant to do so because they're scared. They're afraid. They're not used to the real world. Maybe they're from a small town. Yeah. Never been to a city. Never been to something fast paced. What was that like? When did you realize, hey, this is bad. This is poison. This is the the lava. Mm-hmm. And where? Did, what made you choose where you went next? And what were what made you want to leave in the first place? Okay, I have an interesting take. Um, the lava was in D.C. That's okay. where all the quote unquote things that changed my life forever erupted bozeman was the ice age where i just got stuck and it was super cold up there which came first 
uh what do you mean dc came first yeah yeah i lived there from uh i was there until i was 12 years old okay yep and then i moved to bozeman when i was yep 12 okay yep cool and then i changed schools you know like went through that whole bullshit do you think moving to bozeman kind of kick-started some some maybe bad behaviors trends habits things like that oh yeah were they prevalent in dc before going to bozeman or no well you know like like it happens. Said, People move. They, you know, you got to find exactly. a way to be comfortable or yeah, attach, yeah. whatever. You know, in in DC, you know, the my family just separated because of my father's passing. So, you know, we move up to Bozeman, and it's like the only people there were my grandparents. I didn't have any family, so it was just wasn't a good place to be. You know, when I was like. 13, 14, I started, you know, drinking and getting yeah. in trouble and, yep. you know, like slashing tires, stealing, throwing, ru- like, dumb you shit. Know, kids, yeah. kid, kid stuff. Man. It happens. Yeah. But, um, so Bozeman, you're getting out, point, you take acid. What got you the, out of there? The turning point was, um, you know, that happened. And then, you know, my, my, uh, baby mama got married, left with my kids. And I had nothing left, you know, I was, I think I was like, I just had nothing left. So me and my brother just packed up in a car, my older brother with his girlfriend and started traveling. And we went up to, we drove uh, to the West coast, went up and down the, uh, PCH Pacific Coast Highway. Yes, yes, yep. very beautiful. Uh, Shout out to Green Flash drinking some Soul Style IPA. Yeah, no, I was that's San Diego, California. Ironic. Do you, are you enjoy it? Do you yeah, like it? Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, this is very good. Yeah, man, they're from uh, San Diego, right by where I'm from. They got a couple breweries and stuff out there. They're pretty dope. Yeah. They're um, they're good. I love Cali, man. I know I just preach it, man. There's no more beautiful place in the I, entire I, in the you, entire U.S. Anyways, dude. In terms of where you can go and what you can do, part of me writing on my project is kind of explaining that, like, I do come from like an environmentally beautiful area, you know, uh, and for the most part, not really that shitty. Like, it has its shitty parts of town. It has its like, yeah, shitty DC areas. You know, it oh, has yeah. those parts, but it's for the most part just rich old money and it's kind of like Cedar Park it's fucking just, Georgia outskirts right it's kind of like that just flaunting just like I mean, in the good places I'm, you know what I'm saying like, it is it does it has it's gosh, bullshit like it's a, like a West Austin yeah especially South Sal- Cal kind of that's just like crazy beautiful you know San, San Diego San Diego has probably the most perfect weather of all time oh my year gosh, round year round beautiful on weather oh my gosh yeah. I could sign me up it's yeah, okay, Austin's awesome too. And you know, so that <clears throat> this whole project about home, and I, we don't, we can, we can spend some time on this because I like the subject. Um, mm-hmm. To me, it's important, man, because there's not a. I'm, I'm, I just got out of like an eight week psychology course, and now I'm in uh, childhood development. Oh. And I'm coming up on a final and a bunch of stuff for that, and it's, it's, it's going through the like psychology aspect of of your environment when you learn and like the stuff you pick up when you're young like you experiencing the things you did from you know being born to age of 12 yeah it had such an impact on you and you may not even know it right now like i'm sure you can conceptualize a certain degree but there's probably a lot that hasn't surfaced that's what helped with uh counseling and and dude i was people they threw me right in counseling like the day you know when i went back to school but mm-hmm. i was in counseling from i think 10 until 
like 23. It's one thing I'm adamant about, man, is is counseling. I think that and a lot of people have a bad mantra behind yeah. it. It's it's weak. It's it's <clears throat> it's you expressing yourself in a way that you know, for the most part is you hope is comfortable, you yeah. know, and you're doing it with someone that is professional is a professional Perfect. and exactly. is they, that that's what they're only is. trying to help. Like yeah. and a lot of people are afraid to go and, and go down that route. And I'm a huge supporter of it. Um I haven't been in like three years. I mean, it's okay. Which is, you know, but I really want to get it's back It's not something into that it. you need. Yeah, I mean, you can go once, and as long as you feel it has an impact, as long as it feels yeah. like it's serving a purpose to, to a degree. Yeah. Um, so we go into, okay, go into therapy regularly, like once a week, once a month. How often are we going? Yeah, so I was, I was uh, in therapy, elementary, I think middle school I wasn't. But high school, I went back in. I mean, feel free to go as deep as you'd like. But what kind of therapy was it for? Like developmental purposes? Was grief, it for grief therapy? For because your dad? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Makes like sense. you know, like all the family. And right. Stuff. Right. And um, it's that especially experiencing that at a young age can yeah. you can have issues with learning. You can have issues down the road with anything, which leads to drugs progression. And, yeah, socializing yeah. especially having that yep. father figure a whole slew of mess, man. Yep. Makes sense. So, um, yeah, no, yeah, all that happened, but um, yeah, I went to therapy in high school at the alternative, and then I got in trouble. But like, from 15 years old, I had gotten drug charges in Montana, so mm-hmm. I was in alcohol and drug therapy, right? Which is the same, you know what I mean? It's like to a degree, yeah, but like at least private sessions. You know that that's when it's, yeah, but that's when that comes out because exactly. it's the one-on-one care. Yeah. You know, if you're sitting expressing. in groups, then it's like, uh, you know. But I I don't mind sitting in groups. I've had a lot of a lot of group therapy, and maybe that applies to like maybe a part of me is easy just expressing myself. Maybe that's where it comes from. You know what I mean? Just right. like I'll I'll be honest with anybody, like. You know, did you find it hard uh, at a young age to kind of understand the importance of therapy? I did. Yeah. I I resented it. You know, I imagine. I mean, that's it's a difficult time I, for I kids. I was like, man, you don't know me. Therapy. Yeah, you know what I mean. You, you become don't... you're developing your egocentric ways, which oh, yeah. later get dissolved by acid, right? Oh, yeah. So you're just developing yes, exactly. and then ego dissolved. death, and then Ooh, bang. beautiful, beautiful yes. ego death is so beautiful too. Yeah, it's beautiful. So getting out of Bozeman was it difficult? Was it hard? Was it easy? Was it fun? Was it sad? Was it? It was. It was a uh, all of them. Yeah, it was a. It was a big mixture of um, emotions. But uh, I had to do it. You know, this is the place that I came to. The trip that was that was a lot. Me and my brother got into you know some arguments and some you know it was it was it was bad. Older brother. Yeah, yeah. and we were like homeless, like driving around, you know, broke. Like, uh, but the it, the scenery and the experience was exactly what I need. I came I came back to Bozeman for like a month or two, and then here I am. Back to Austin. Yep. From coming or yeah. Yeah. Well, I went to Bozeman and then I traveled. flew to Austin. Right. Yep. Okay. From that point, coming to Austin to now. Yeah. I want some highs, some lows, and. Your progression, track your progression for me if you can, yeah. from coming out and to where you're at now. Where you were when you came out here, mentally, uh, self-aware wise. You know, did you understand what you were doing coming out here? What was your goal? What was your plan? Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, fo- following along that goal and that plan. When did your passion come into play? When did you know other things start coming into play? Relationships, yeah. mentality. Go. 
so you know when I was in Bozeman I was still making music but I, I hadn't been recording or anything so I moved down here and uh, it just boom you know I knew that I was coming down here this is what I had to do I made a decision you know I was like this this is it right so I came down here and within two months I recorded the Evol album which is uh, I did it over at Stenson really nice studio right I did that I released a mixtape and then I released an EP you, like I have the amount of work that I've done since like and it seems like my life it was like I, I was kind of like you know just like stringing along didn't know where I was going you know but right when I hopped on that plane here it's like everything just made sense you know mm -hmm. what I mean and I started taking it, everything seriously so the content is just skyrocketed like to levels that I had never imagined but <clears throat> the thing about it is is it's actually good content I've always been writing I've filled up at least like 15 to 16 notebooks right. of just front to back but I throw I throw them all away I don't keep them it's just like for me it was practice right but um yeah I have like 500 notes on my phone right now just write 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 content but it's like getting to the point where I can actually like make a decent song you know what I mean so moving here has definitely skyrocketed my ambition whatever you know I'm getting out there I'm just being as I should be and it's changed my my I, I idealism you know I, I I just believe in myself a lot more um down points you know I was homeless down here as well like seem like I'm always homeless man damn hey man just, that's, that's stop good. speaking about it no hey man it's it's um <laughs> It's uh, for someone that's never experienced it. It's not yeah. easy to conceptualize. For someone that has experienced it, it's a pivotal part of your life, man. Oh, super! And you go yeah. back and you and you just build off of it. You yeah. can't no fucking you good. Yeah, but um, down moments here. Uh, those were my up moments, and like you know, staying super so content productive. creation, oh, being man, productive, yeah. and meeting y'all, like meeting everybody here, and you know, just. So how long have you been out here in Austin right now? today two years really so you're right after me you came out here after i did yeah i guess when, when did you come here i'll be it was two years it was literally in april two years almost to the day around here in I, october because i came down in, in the fall two years in april nice it was for me so it'll be three years it's coming up april Very 2016 nice. yep um so allow me to uh, piggyback off of what you were saying. Introduce myself. My name is Hove. Hey, I love that song. What is that? Uh, that's I, I. I. I just always, I always hear it. But yeah, I have a. Um, remind me if you can. I'll write this down. Never mind. Um, I'm gonna ask you if you want to participate in something that I'm doing. Yeah, of course. Uh, but I'll I'll ask you later. Um. If I can elaborate off of the moving out of Bozeman, coming here uh, subject, for me moving yeah yeah please to out here, it gave me a a reason to not be distracted, and mm -hmm. that's something that's really coming to the forefront of my mind lately. Writing these blogs and getting these this this content made for this this thing, um, it's really making me understand that. You can be like in a comfortable place. I didn't, by no means was like uh, 
needing to leave where I was at for the any reason. Like I was for the most part having a good time. Yeah. Um, you know, I was ready for a change of scenery, but it wasn't necessary in the sense where I had to get out. Uh, but it was, I think, necessary for me to grow. Maybe I didn't really realize it. Coming out here, it's a different. You know, I don't have friends' houses who I'm going over to. I don't have yes. parties that I'm going to. I don't have yes. weird like. Uh, instances where I'm being thrown off course. I'm kind of yeah. forced to either make do of my time, yeah, you know, yeah. take on whatever things I want to take on and 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 kind of occupy myself. Yeah. Um, but the more I do that, and the more that I realize I'm uh, staying busy, and busy's good, right? Hopefully, uh, I realize Always how good. important being social is. And how important like having friends are. And we were kind of touching on jujitsu yes. earlier, right? Yes. And like yes. joining a gym where mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I have people that are into things I'm into. Yes. Oh, this is what having friends is like. Okay, cool. Yeah. And yeah, then I yeah, kind of get yeah. to like hang out yeah. and like I've definitely done a lot more since joining the gym and more like socializing. Yeah. Yeah. And like it came with hanging out with you guys, doing Austin Live on local. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, creative people. Okay. Yeah. Friends. I can talk to them. Yeah. And like it's it's important whenever it comes, but then again, you have to balance the two. Are you getting too balanced. teetered away from doing the work that you were putting in? Yep. Are you getting too distracted? Mm-hmm. Are you socializing with the proper people? Yes. That's something I actually wanted to ask you, and I wrote that down, so I'm sorry. We, we will we will get back to, to the lows. Don't apologize at um, all. What, your support system. What was your support system like in Bozeman and while you were going through those difficult times? And the reason I ask is um, my family's had addiction problems through and through like it's hit basically everybody in my family other than uh myself and like in in a serious extent and even i'm like when's it gonna creep up and bite me like what is it gonna be you know sometimes i'm even like oh is that it is that it like what's it well if it's not beer or weed you're set i mean i might be weed like i like weed a lot but that's not (laughs) even an addiction i mean the the addiction again isn't the substance right addiction isn't the substance it's the reaction right it's the how am i reacting to it uh addiction isn't the problem it's the solution that's what it is that's what they tell you in uh aa um yeah addiction isn't the problem it's the solution no no not addiction drugs jesus oh yes yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) no 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 (laughs) no addiction is the solution guys yeah no yeah Hmm, okay we'll go that route maybe weird um but but, keep going yeah and it's to me it my family is fucking i don't want to like is not to make it sound weird but i've through the generations it's affected my like immediate family me my sister my mom my dad for the most part uh we were like braced for it right like it came got my dad real bad <laughs> like fucked him up but then he, he like bounced back and he's all right now uh yeah fuck my mom up for a bit I'm sorry for <laughs> no, it's no, just no, like no, my I'm family honest. bro like, i know no, i'm being honest bro. Laugh, like it comes in and it uh, took my dad real hard <coughs> fucked yeah. his world up yeah uh, i just, went to just gutter punch like, gambling was gambling bro gambling bro, is a fucking i have an addiction to gambling one. bro dude so okay i, I did the ga classes <gasps> i went through the process the steps went, wow. to, went to the ones where you it's it's a very it's a weird um that that particular one the gambling yeah. the one that has real highs like that's one High. that has some highs high risk man that aren't but it's also highs like when you yeah. win it's oh shit and you're like why don't i do this all the time yeah. and then, like, yeah. then you're like no money and it's yeah, like oh no why did yeah. i do that all the time dude and the feeling the feeling of that like 
that low from gambling is what other addiction is like that too the what other worst. addiction do you do and has oh. a positive benefit sometimes like when did someone do meth fair enough sometimes yes. it was a good idea exactly no you're, when you're did totally somebody right fucking all of the lows <laughs> go drink drunk driving low. and it yeah. was a good but idea that time dude when you know that you, you bet have bills all that money on black and it's black the, the, that was a fucking great decision the world just Oh my lord! Yeah, no, that's a weird one. Gambling's a weird one. It's a tough one. Um, alcohol, the drugs. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure, bro. My my sister, most importantly, is 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 a fucking one of the strongest people in my life because she's dealt with it at a degree not a lot of people have. And the one thing that got her through that was her support system. Yeah. And I don't think people really understand the importance of a support system <clears throat> in in itself. Yeah. And I don't mean necessarily a group of friends. I don't mean necessarily a, a clique. It could be a group of friends. But is but it support? Exactly. If they're a not support supporting system. you. Where's yes. the support there? Are yeah. they the one? I mean, I almost want to say, hey, don't have it be the friends. Don't have yeah. it be the ones that are your like exact influences or the ones that are around you all the time because maybe that's what's feeding this issue. Maybe that's what's feeding this problem you have. Maybe that's what's feeding the fucking dragon, you know, like is being around that. And maybe you have like the friends that don't speak up or the friends that have turned the blind eye. Friends aren't always the best support system. And that's why I asked, did you have a support system? Because it's going through and going through the halfway homes and the rehabilitation and all that. You're supposed to have support. You're supposed to be shown, hey, this is easy. People go through this. This isn't uh, individualistic to you in the sense that only you experience it. You're going through your own ways. Yes, but you can make it through. Everybody. Everybody Everybody can can make make it through. through. It's just. If you get the proper help. Everybody can do whatever they want to do. Everybody can make it through. Everybody can, you know what I mean? So what was like that for you or lack thereof? What was it? Support system. It's just, uh, I did have one up north. I did. I did. But um, too many friends. Too many friends my age. Too many friends my age doing the same thing that's never been in trouble. Too many, too many, like too many friends my age that have constant income. Like, I didn't have constant income. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, me and my mom, like, we grew up in, a, like, a fucking trailer, man. Like, we didn't have money like that. Like, there's kids up north that move from all over the world and have trust funds. And, like, you know, they you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What What's it to it, you know? So, like, when you have friends like that, and it's, me personally, I'm not going to go nowhere with them. Right. You know what I mean? Because, like, when push came to shove, I wasn't able to stay there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe they weren't the best influences, too, at the time. Yeah. And that's just young, young, young stuff, you know? But um, support system, I do have somebody I talked to that I met at uh, the halfway house, actually. He was the recovery house manager. Yeah. He's, like, 46. He's, like, one of my best friends. I met him. Sometimes they don't need that one person. Yeah. It's good to have. Yeah. Um... All right, that's important. Yeah, and then support, man. I feel like if, if um, whenever somebody talks to me about uh, like addiction problems and then going through stuff, I always that's my first go-to question. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or are they getting support? And I feel like addiction, like at least me, is uh, it's it's a mentality. You know what I mean? Because like for me, if like like you said, it's how you use the substance. If you're using the substance to escape some sort of pain negativity down situation in your life it's addiction but like 
it's also addiction if you use the substance to enhance feeling happy and you know what I mean yeah. energetic and but where where does the line cross from it being good to it being bad obviously losing everything in yeah, your life yeah i think like the, that's the like, external effects i would say the yeah, and, loss know, of money yeah. and you know whatever but like me personally moving down here i didn't have any family i didn't have any friends like mm-hmm. i like what you said about you know you having to, you to be kind yeah, of yeah just like be busy and i think that's really what came out of it is like the content creation is like you know just boom 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 because i can't walk down the road so you know? in, in the um in the sense of your 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 music and where it's come since coming down here, did you find support in that? Did you find good I, I clicks and way more support down here than I have back home in terms of music? Yep. What but about in terms of personal? Personal, same um, thing. Personal, it was it was good. I came down here with uh, one of my best friends, Taylor, uh, his baby mama, her mom, and her husband. They let me live there for like. I don't know how long it was now that I think about it. I don't know. Maybe like six months or something like that. Yeah. And And has the support from um, the the music too, does that carry over into the personal life ever? Like do you have people that you've met through the music industry that have also helped you help support Mm -hmm. you in your personal life? Yep. One of my best friends that I've uh, met And vice versa? Are are the people that are in your support system supportive of your music career? Exactly. And And they feel it influences you? Exactly. It benefits each other. You know what I mean? Not that any of that fucking matters either. Like don't be be doing it for anybody else other than yourself. But are the people that are in it for you in it for you? Exactly. And it's different too. Like because these aren't friends that I grew up with my whole life. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're getting so the like, 25, 26 year old Ty C. They're getting yeah, the fucking, yeah, they're, the current Tyler. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're not, it, we're not doing this for each other. You know, we're both our own entities and we, we have respect within that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, one of my really good friends that I met down here is a content creator and yeah. he like does it all, you know? So that's, that was awesome. You know? appreciate it that's good man and it's it's i think it's important that they do kind of cross over you know yeah. that work-life balance if you want to call it that it is work you're working yeah it you is. know you're making yeah. you're making moves and does it balance with the life the personal aspect does it balance with the things that have to keep you clean have to keep you uh out of the issues that you were running into out of the trouble out of the negative influences yeah that's a big thing influences what was influencing you what's the difference in the influence obviously you were around maybe not the best people in bozeman maybe you weren't around had the best environment yeah coming to a city where you don't know anybody it's real quick to feel comfortable in the same in similar situations going back to old habits how did you find yourself adjusting once you came out here in terms of where you were getting this like motivation this influence this energy to you just get out there and are you still riding the high from your acid trip or are you now like around people that are moving so you're like well i gotta fucking move now like yeah. no the acid trip just really changed my mentality that's okay. where that's where like and then I so changed. what was the fuel that kept it going just what was the you know, that's it's everything everything is working just the way it's supposed to be you know what i mean every the, the clock is ticking do you feel like it's been that way me. since you've moved out here since yeah. you've been out here? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I feel stuck. I'm not going to lie. Okay. So there, there has been thoughts of me, you know, leaving and um, going elsewhere. But Leaving uh, Austin? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, going to like LA or something. Okay. Yeah. I could see that move. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like Cali, to anywhere, man. I, I have family in Virginia, but that's not going to happen for at least like nine more months, I think. Some time. Maybe yeah, a little bit yeah, of yeah, some preparation around it. I'm in a lease, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, 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 yeah. We're we're here. Yeah. But um 
I, I definitely like to stay here for the time being and do as much as possible in this city, you know. But um, yeah. Do you um, being where you're at now? I guess as far as your music goes, what's changed since when you got out here? Obviously, you've been really, really busy as of late. Yeah. But when you first came out here. You know, you said that you didn't have any re- or many resources in terms of recording, production, studio, time, things like that back in Bozeman. How did you go about securing all of that down here? Who did you get in contact with? Who helped you out? Maybe not so much who helped you out, but like just where did you go? You can't just obviously come out and make a studio and have that be your thing. So what yeah. did you do? Did you get into open mic nights? Did you get into some yeah. ciphers? Oh, yeah. Did oh, you yeah. join fucking Facebook groups? Yep. Cool. So uh, all did, of those, man. And like, how did how has that helped and benefited you so for far? For anybody moving here, you know, they definitely need to put themselves out there as much as possible. Like any situation, you know. And I was hitting up a lot of people online too, you know. But um, it just came with making the right kind of sound, you know. Like m- all my stuff before I came out here and made was just it. It wasn't garbage, it wasn't like awful, but I didn't have people around me who were being like, you know, do this, do that, do that, you know, whatever. Like, I made this just all on my own with no influence and it came out gorgeous, you know what I mean? And that's what I want to keep doing. I don't, I like the people that I work with and whatnot, but to get back to the subject, yeah, reach out, reach out to everybody. I found MC Righteous on a Pandora station it was like bad and bougie type beat like four hours into it and then one of his beats popped up and it was like I looked at it I was like oh this is really cool and the background was Austin and I was like this guy's gotta be here lo behold he's right across the street from where I'm working oh dang yeah all Weird right. stuff like that, you know? It's that social media algorithm playing yes. its part in your life. Yeah, I know, uh, right? Maybe like the location oh, or something. Yeah. Something, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so, but it's clear that you kind of do have an apprehension towards working with people, from what it seems. Yeah. Or at least kind yeah. of stepping out of, and why is that? <clears throat> I don't know, man. Wouldn't you think that it would help you if you had someone that was experienced and had the influence and had the pull come in and go, hey, man, you know, I see, I see something. It's going to take a tweak would, here or I, a tweak there. So but much. as long as you're in, I'm in and yeah. take you under their, under their guise and, and help you out. Would you reject that? Would you? And if so, why? Why would you do that? Why would you? I wouldn't reject it. Um, I'm, I, I'm definitely hesitant to work with certain people. Okay. I just I, I want to make sure that you're actually you know decent and when you, you know. when you reach out to people now for whatever reasons why are you reaching out are you reaching out for the sake of having some sort of selfless plug right no like. no 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 but are you reaching out are you reaching out for the sake of you know hey I believe the next step in my career is production quality hey I believe the next step in my career is yeah. uh, tying it into someone who can film video like a Trent like if you guys hey yeah. this is what I really need so I need those two or three people in my life that can help me with that right now Yeah. are you doing that towards anything specific or are you more so just kind of putting feelers out there and then if someone right comes along that you feel can assist you in a certain dynamic then you kind of pull them in and the reason I ask is you can do both if you're really trying to what do you what decisions are you making to further your progress 
Are you reaching out? Are you reaching out for the people that can try to get I'm, you into the spots I'm, where you want to get to? I'm building a very strong foundation is what I'm doing right now. Okay. Because, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's elevated past the point of am I good? Am I not? Is this a good song? Is this not? Like validation, whatever. I'm yeah. I'm in the process of building a very strong concrete foundation of people that can bring their own sets of skills and niche niches niches yeah. to yeah. their yeah. table. You know what I mean? So um that's in terms of your progress though. I wouldn't necessarily mind. I'd say all of us. You know what I mean? Mm, but you. What's who's helping Tysee out? Who's helping who are you going Everybody. to? Okay. Everybody. Yeah. I, I feel like the best people to be surrounded by are people that can benefit each other. You know what I mean? Say, you know, you do this, I do this, you know, we both have different followings. Like we're benefiting each other. Like with MC Righteous, he has a different flow, but he's dope, right? When me and him are on a track together, it benefits each other, right? Mm -hmm. I'll give him features, right? And do do whatnot, you know? I guess what I mean is in the sense of Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, reiterate please. Are you building the Thai C brand and doing that? Are you actively searching for people to help build the Thai C brand or are you just kind of um, putting yourself in certain so social circles or certain situations that maybe don't necessarily I'm like... My you are? Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. And that's in, I, that was uh, what I was trying to get at is I feel that if you're gonna... If you're past that point of the self... Uh, I mean, you should always be self-critical, but if you're past that point of that critical like freeze that people get like they're super self-critical right yeah. they don't put anything out of they write and they write and write they oh, don't yeah, fucking yeah. or they don't go yeah. up and they well, do see, it like everybody has it, it everybody comes does in it waves, though. it yeah. comes in waves it's just like writer's block you know it's yeah. it's all a state of your mentality like, but i think that's a big one that's one that people like you are on you are past that in the sense where you know you're good you yeah. know your content is there it's just a matter of maybe being consistent with it or maybe production yeah. quality or maybe yeah. little aspects but you already understand the importance of just doing yeah. the work and putting it out yeah regardless exactly. as long as it's packaged nicely it doesn't necessarily need to be 4k every time it doesn't necessarily need to have 18 different features it doesn't necessarily need to be this yeah. but as long as it's and that's hard for people to get into it i fucking you know people strive for perfection but perfection is just a curse like it's never going to be attained right and so but yeah, making it's, it's, sure that you're yeah. doing that in yeah. the essence of you and you're building, hey, this is going to help me either uh, promotional-wise, venue-wise, yeah. tour, whatever. I have a connection I, that my you're vision establishing. Is like, my vision is straight to the straight to the treasure. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Are you you're opposed to, to like help from a label or help from a management company? No? Not at all. I'd like, I'm, I'm going for the dragon, bro. You working, for, you working on press kits? No, I'm not. Mm. Yeah. Mm, and gotta that's, get you. Yeah, gotta you, get you. Trent Trent Knox is telling me that that's telling the press kit thing. Yes, that's a big move. So I, I'm I just I don't I'm not opposed. There it is. No, here's where. No, it's... I'm not opposed to working with a label. I just don't want to reach out. Almost, it, it's it sounds kind of weird. I don't want to build a press kit and then send it like to all these labels that'll just potentially 360 my ass or do whatever like i kind of want to like find like a booking agent someone who can do shows you know what i mean like that's really all i want is somebody who can get me to open at the 360 get me to open here and here and here mm -hmm. and here right book a little tour like whatever like 
if it comes to a record label, then yeah, that's fine. But I mean, royalty royalties records here. You know, I reached out to them. They wanted to sign me for like a distribution deal, but I get nothing from that. Mm-mm. No, it, when I can do it all myself. So I just did it myself, and then I got my stuff on all the streaming platforms. If I may, I appreciate the, uh, and this is a personal like experience that I have with you that I, that I always thought was really cool and something that didn't necessarily strike me as I knew that it was the thing to do I didn't think everybody knew that it was the thing to do and not many people got it I think other than you and a couple others but we worked at the hideout we did the hideout together and you came with just a stack full of fucking blank CDs and and to me I was like oh man that's my heart got kind of melty I was like oh well, it's like I, I thought I was back in like 2004. I thought yeah. I was at a show, grind, getting yeah. like a mixtape. Yeah. I was like back yeah. in this like weird, yeah. like heaven or not heaven, but I was in this. It I was appreciative of that because to me it was this, just a. You were kind of just painting on the street. You were like, "Here's my work. Yeah, fucking check it out. Yeah, you weren't charging anybody. Yeah, you weren't fucking yeah. trying to get any money. You weren't trying to get yeah. any type of clout, or you weren't pulling yeah. for fucking Instagram snaps or fucking likes or hearts. Hey man, I just performed. You started the show off tremendously, by the way. You hey, got everybody, you, everybody in the in the mindset of being at a party and and having a good time and raging. Uh, and then afterwards, walking amongst the crowd and just handing it out. Like, you know, especially in this day and age where artists feel like they're not getting enough for their music or they're not getting enough for their content or they're, yeah, yeah. you know, reluctant to sign to a label because they're going to lose money, which rightfully yeah. so, because it can happen and you can get fucked and you can get yeah. nothing out of all the hard work you put in. Yeah. And yet, the irony of the situation, you're over here giving it away for free yeah. just to yeah. show people that you're willing to fucking hustle and put your name out there. Yeah, exactly. Which I think a lot of which people is, lack too. You still have to do that. Even when you get a little recognition, even when you get. 3,000 views like the the issue is is these people get this just this little buzz and get this little amount of money Here and, then, and then they'll just head big and they're like fuck you oh what you wanna work with me give me everything you have and type shit and it's like bitch you, you ain't even what, shit like did you see what Kanye said about Lil Wayne on the album drop Cause no, Lil Wayne, I didn't. Little Wayne dropped his album on Friday, and Kanye pushed his back to Saturday. Yeah, 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 Saturday. And, yeah, and he did it for. He was like, "I want Little Wayne to have his day." Like, yeah, yeah. Like, let him I, give it to I him. Read give that. it to him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Okay, I thought yeah. that was like a cool little like. Yeah. I mean, to be. I mean, again, as an artist that big, especially as big as Kanye, you're gonna have to do little things like that to make people point notice to it. But to that point, you do get the artists that maybe get a little big headed. You know, maybe break away from their roots without sounding yeah. cliche, or then you got the artists that recognize real, recognize you know what yeah. it takes to get there, and who who yeah. who is appreciative of it. But the important factor on top of that is self appreciation and appreciating your own work and what it's supposed the to be and mean, important. and what people are going to see in that. Exactly, because if you don't appreciate yourself, you don't like what you see in the mirror and right. the mirror is literally a shadow of everybody that you see so if you're unappreciative of yourself you project that onto everybody that you meet no matter what even if you say you don't um killing dogs here in the Comic chaos studio uh blah blah so are are we good still for two hours we're at 125 right now are we still good for that do, do we need to yeah that's fine i'm good yeah. cool no, I'm just making sure I don't want to be keeping anybody here. Um, uh, so, 
what have been some highs since you've been back or since you've been here from Bozeman um, outside, well, not necessarily outside of the music, but what have been some personal highs that have either just kept pushing you along the way, maybe influenced or rubbed off into the music world and, and kind of played a role there. But what has really happened that has grounded you here in Austin and keeping you hustling? Because like you said, you've kind of thought maybe about leaving. I think that crosses everybody's mind at one point, especially when you make that initial move, when you make that initial travel or that initial journey as an adult away from the nest and you experience that, you're like, I could do that again. I could go, I could stay here for a couple of years and go somewhere else and fucking do this again. I'm young still. I can fucking do it, right? I think that passes through everybody's head. Mm-hmm. Uh, what has kept you rooted here in Austin and it has it been for the for the best? Just meeting, meeting everybody, yep. meeting all the content Connections creators. and the social. Um, yeah, just building friends, you know what I mean? Uh, good friends, solid friends that can help benefit my future including their future you know what i mean that's that's what really keeps me here you know um that's that's really it though like yeah oh yeah if i didn't i'm i'm kind of after i did all that traveling and stuff i'm kind of just like a free spirit you know what i mean like i i get a rush off being in a new place it's just like new new place new me new opportunities Yeah, yeah 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 but this place is still new sometimes i'll revert a little bit, you know, and I'll be like, uh, but it's it's all it's all outside influence that makes me feel that way. It's not internal. It's people that I surround myself with that may not be the best people to surround myself with. So you got to X them. You know what I mean? Okay. That's it. Do you run into that a lot? I feel like you run into that a lot. I'm picking that up a little bit. Yeah. Maybe bring in one or two bad batches of fucking people along the way from time to yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, but I mean. You know, I don't are know. You, what, what are you? What are you doing to mitigate that? Make it less frequent? Are you? Because I know what it's. I mean, mm, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm making it less frequent. I don't know. I'm just a very accepting person. I think that's like that's a it's a gift and a curse. You know what I mean? Because I can walk up to anybody standing on the road and like, you know, be like, "Yo, you're cool. I love you." You know what I mean? But some people take that for you know take that and then they 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 run it you know what i mean yeah yeah take yeah. it for granted i mean whatever it may granted. be yeah yes um man that's such a i mean i feel everybody deals with that everybody kind of gets either caught up in some sort of uh similarity to that or some sort of like a mirror of that just a toxic environment and it's everywhere you know and you, you I think a lot of people have the the mindset that people are always good right or like lawful good like if we are really in like an RPG or some fucking role playing game like and is everybody lawful good or moral good or whatever the fuck I love that you bring that up because that's literally my past that's like my life I grew up on RPGs you know so maybe that maybe that's like the psychosis, you know. It's like the main character of the story, like help, help, help the homeless person out because you never know if that's God or <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh no! Oh, yes! Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. The, the struggle of the right, the morally the right thing to do, yes. and the morally wrong thing to do. Yes. But is it even morally wrong? Like, yeah. had you not driven by the homeless guy, would you have still given? I mean, you wouldn't have given him money had you I mean, not driven by, by him. him. So what if you didn't money. didn't drive by God? Like yeah. the fuck. Right, <laughs> that's always on my mind too. I'm like, maybe that was God, that slimy bastard. It's like a high idea. It's like <laughs> yeah. a scary thought. Like, yeah. God damn it, my brain doesn't need to be thinking about this right now. Clearly, old the old man probably wasn't God, but then it's like, ah, 
Mm-hmm. I remember that one time. You're yeah. like, hey, God, if you're real, you, you think. Sure? Ugh, God damn it. Um, opportunities. What are? I'm clearly getting a a a sense of of hard work. Um, whatever it may be perseverance you're you're hustling you're grinding you're doing what i think is necessary however you want to put it in the hundred different ways you can put it yeah i think you're putting in work right right. only doing the quotations for the sake of saying putting in work and see this is this is all right i've been being like super humble but yeah i'm putting in the fucking work and you damn right i'm putting in work and that's what it should be about so let me ask where are the opportunity areas and what have you turned up recently or maybe revamped recently that's different from what you were doing because like I said I've, I'm seeing the music video every week for the last month yeah. three or four music video features three or four vi- different clips features, features I'm seeing features, the songs yeah. I'm seeing the, the the different clips of what you're you're doing in the fucking four in the f- trails and then in the parking garages and you're all over the place and you're staying busy and you're putting stuff up there's something that's changed I'm assuming right or maybe you just a uh, reignition or whatever it is but what it was reignited what was the sure. maybe opportunity areas did you have maybe somebody around you for a while that was toxic maybe stopping yeah. you from doing something what, that's exactly what, was those? what happened and what did it take to recognize those man? And it wasn't even it wasn't even the person either like it was just a it was tragedy really you know I lost my little brother uh, in December so this recent December yeah what yeah dude I lost my yeah my baby brother and uh, yeah that that messed me up kind of a lot to be honest so like I, I lost my mentality and, and I was in a relationship with somebody that. that you know I'm not gonna mention anything but you know we've gone our separate ways as well you know it's it, it, it wasn't working but um no that's what messed me up like really bad for like I mean until now really. did we bring this up at all <laughs> during the um the dream hack I don't remember that being something that I just I don't. Uh, I mean I get it. Yeah, if you did, I, 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 yeah. I, I don't want to be. I don't want to. I don't want to. If we did talk about it, bring it back up or bring it. But I don't know. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure we probably mentioned it, but I don't. I don't like you know. It's what it is. Well, okay, uh, that's clearly a, an obstacle. Maybe not. Yeah, clearly not like an opportunity. Road, a mental roadblock of you know of all that stuff, and I was in. It, it was just a. <laughs> I don't want to be cliche, but it was common chaos. Like okay. for real, you know I what I mean. Like that. it was, it was, it was, it was chaotic. Like everything, you know. But it, it was working. But it's not anymore. Was so. was it was it random, him passing or was it? I mean, was he ill? Was it? Yeah, I mean, it, he he passed away. Huh? Huh? Yeah, okay. we we can talk about it off. No, you're good. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's clearly an obstacle, man. It's clearly something that that mm. uh is gonna put things on hold clearly it's gonna put oh, things yeah. on the back burner priorities yeah. are gonna take over um addictions are gonna take over mm, and that, that okay so that was my next question what did you do to kind of i mean and i think you kind of answered it right there by saying addictions take over so you went down that route then how was but, the how was the grieving process because people are gonna grieve yeah. in their own ways they're gonna have their how was that for you substance though when <laughs> i say substance, though, no, 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 no 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 but when i say addiction mm-hmm. substance isn't quite it doesn't scratch. It, it scratches the surface. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Addiction to, you know, feeling that that negativity. Mm-hmm. You know, addiction to like codependency. It's a mindset. Addiction to really, you know, anything. Like, there was definitely substance. But it know? wasn't the only thing. Not at all. 
Okay. And there there was there was days I, I even took breaks. Like there it's still addiction to all sorts of stuff. It's just I was never comfortable, you know? And uh it just took time. I mean grief is forever though, like it is. It's it just today, you know, maybe tomorrow it'll be like, Oh damn like even last night we were at the Ludacris concert and I see this kid he's posted up in his wheelchair you know he can't like use his muscles but he's like watching the show man and I just looked at him and I was like oh man miss you little buddy you know I still bring him That's up right. I, I, I'm, I'm getting floods now and I remember yeah. um yeah, man. No, and it's it's. I, I I personally haven't experienced anything that close, anything like that, and sort of be able to relate. It doesn't matter about like that. I can't, but I can only imagine the challenges that you faced, and it would be it would be wrong to to. I mean, don't. There's no need to be humble in saying that you overcame those challenges because there's probably people yeah, yeah. that have gone through that that maybe are listening or that, that know somebody that's going through that. And there are certain things and certain routes people are going to take in times like this, in times like grief, 100%, in times like of yeah. sadness and, and loneliness. And you being down this path before for a good portion of your life yeah. from when you were growing up just, in Bozeman, boom. now being reintroduced in a probably a fashion that isn't favorable especially in the death a family yeah. death a close family death close family death which is what happened before and it's like in a new city so then i literally i was i was like writing down now's your time to share what you did what was the process <laughs> have you are you now how are you now i mean and with, for the sake yeah. of 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 not getting too personal but again i want this to be your platform and i want you to say what you feel comfortable with saying and sharing but yeah. changes you, changes of the essence like if if you're embracing it if there's something that happens you know that makes you feel some type of way change something in your life that's like that's like the key you know what i mean mm-hmm. dude i was like applying at jobs and i was writing down montana like during this period of being lost and stuff like because like you know it's like it's all association you know mm. it's like that brought me right back to all of the shit that I had left behind. I left everything behind in Montana. For the sake of... For here, you know what I mean? So, and now it's repeating itself. And then that happened. And then it was like, boom. And I was like... Ugh. But we're in Austin. We're, we're not in Bozeman right now. I think. I mean, god damn, man. Maybe this is like a simulation. I don't know. I mean, we don't have to talk about that. I feel like that's a whole other path. I feel like that's <laughs> one, a whole zero, other path. One, zero, zero, one, one, two, one. Uh, uh, but, I um, mean, yeah, yeah, changes. We're not in change. Bozeman. We're not in Bozeman, but we yeah. are uh, in life, and it's yeah. the same life, and exactly. it's the same... Uh, same person, same skin. You know, yeah. the chrono system's not changing yeah. any dynamic outside yeah. of it being just time, right? Yeah. yeah. So, between exactly. what was different this time, the coping, the grief, what was different... I mean, well, I've been through it before, and um, you know, you're not around the people you were around last time, though. You're not I, around the same environment. Yeah, it's not different. You know, it's still it's still painful, but um, we can talk about this. Okay. It's yeah, it's yeah. it's bittersweet because right. he he was he was suffering his whole life. You know what I mean? So right. it's it's a little bit easier to. Is it influencing your material, your content? Are you are you my last it? my last mixtape. Yeah. It was very, very dark. 
it was around Halloween yeah but like yeah because we had just found out that he was in the hospital and like I found out that he had uh, cancer and all that shit so yeah that was like a month before he passed it was October 31st yeah so that that mixtape was pretty dark but um no you know he he's still in there on this new one that I wrote he's he's I, I had him in there you know yeah, what I mean yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. As 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 expected, man. And you gotta I'm talk sure about it, man. Yeah, I haven't seen a counselor. I probably should. That's I was like, gonna bring that up, and I, I mean, I don't yeah. know, but I mean, if now's a fucking prime example, we were talking about it earlier, yeah. man. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing exactly. wrong with seeking and the help, the yeah. professionalism, and you yourself experienced positivity in it. Yeah, I've grown up with counseling. You know, you know? I'm almost a fool for not having. But hey, man, again, it, you'll you'll you're gonna cope. You're gonna cope your ways, yeah. and um. I I can only imagine that dealing with something like that is going to be testing and going to be challenging, like we like we addressed. But from the outside, uh, you seem to be fueled by it, and I think that that's um, that's good. It's yeah. good as as your friend. I want to see you succeed. Yeah. Uh, and I know that there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of energy and a lot of dedication and a lot of work in there, man. And uh, dude, you've experienced the hardships and and to to see you like light up when you talk about your music and to see you light up about talking about your your goals and your projects and your yeah, ideas yeah. it's awesome thanks man regardless I really regardless of um of of criticism because i feel like it's the first thing you or reception i feel like it's the first thing you brought you brought up and yeah, yeah. uh you also referenced that you wanted to like blow up overnight and you wanted people to like notice you yeah, and you wanted yeah. to like take off the dream, right? Like that's the yeah, goal for yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I think it's unnecessary for any of that because yeah. I feel like all of that is forced or it's one of those weird, how did this guy get there? Like how yeah, did he yeah, really, yeah. what wave or what path was he on that got exactly. him there? Yeah. Do you want to be that? Yeah, maybe it's fun and maybe it's real, but to yeah. be completely honest, I rather have an authentic version of a, of a of a Tyler putting chip his on the shoulder. putting his his words in the notebook. Not even with the chip, with yeah. who had the chips, but now he knows what it's like to not have the chips, and now he yeah. knows what it's like to take the chips off the shoulders yeah. and maybe to fucking shake some hands instead, yeah. or, or maybe yeah, sure. you know knows how to Appreciated. knows how to. Uh, you know, you also mentioned wanting to be able to help people and help kids and 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 mm-hmm. help kids get past the tough times that maybe you experienced as a kid. Yeah share that share you being able to overcome that grief and those hard times with them and then i think the even though it may take a million nights rather than that one night of stardom mm-hmm. it may take a million nights of the hit being played yeah, yeah. but it will yeah. gravitate a better energy and a better result in my opinion yeah. than it being an overnight success man because yeah there's always been and i've told you this before and we've talked about it, there's always been a certain sense of like energy and passion and emotion behind your music and behind what you're putting out and it makes 100% sense Thanks Let the world see That it makes sense You exactly. know what I'm saying And that's and, you You're know. doing that right now man And I, I, I For whatever reason A lapse in judgment And again we'll, We can talk about it off But I had forgotten That that had happened And It kind of Puts a whole different perspective In my idea For the interview And like I, I I'm glad though you know? I'm glad that it came out The way it yeah. did Because it's yeah. To me it's helping me Appreciate what you're doing Even more Yeah What is your goal And your focus And your idea right now because I know that you're doing all this material and all this content and you're focused on these music videos and these new next steps. What did you change 
yeah. between, let's say, this time last year, before your brother's passing, before, you know, after the hideout, maybe when you were kind of in that stagnant flow you were talking about, what's changed aside from that that has gotten you remotivated, rejuvenated, re in the flow, doing all this stuff? Yeah. And just to touch on it, there's a lot of people that have it a lot worse. Oh, I mean... And that's that's something that was always on my mind. You know what I mean? Like, it would be selfish of me to be like, you know, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm broken. You know what I mean? Because there's so many people that... I would hope that people understand that, you know? Yeah. Like, and I, I feel like yeah. people saying that people have it worse. There's no, we know people have it worse, but right now yeah. our attention or our topic is you. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you, and, I, and that's, yeah. it's important too that you maybe realize that for your own sake. Yeah. Hey, I yeah, don't yeah. have to suffer this hard. I don't have to have it this hard. Yeah. 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 But there's no, yeah. That but, is, but yes. No, I guess people I had it worse, yeah. but fuck them. No, I just released uh, 25 to Life. Um, my goal is to create a music video for every single one. How many tracks? Uh, it's 14. How many, how many have you made so far? Uh, five, six. Fully? Yeah. Yeah. Full music you've videos. got how many? Maybe, I, I don't know if I'm going to do all 14, but uh, like yeah, because like, you know what I mean? Just like content, 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 just, you know, get people looking, 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 you know? Um, I wrote that EP in a day. I'm going to call it 777, mm-hmm. seven tracks, you know, easy, like casino. Mm-hmm. Gambling addiction. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, Evol Two. That's the next next one. I'm gonna get a bunch of uh, people who are like underground hip hop esque, chill hop esque around Austin on the album. Cool. So that's yeah, that's that's where I'm at though. Yeah. It's yeah, good, man. Yeah. What 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 are you looking to accomplish in the next? coming up next year next two years three years five years what's the goal it's your next big I mean if you don't do this music video what are you, what are you gonna do shows are you looking to put on some productions I'm put on some shows man. are you 35 I don't think you're 35 sir I don't think youngest you're youngest president in <laughs> Austin uh, Texas in Austin Texas oh. well, i be changing some laws I think in order to make you president <laughs> but hey you'd probably be doing better than who we got now so yeah you got my vote, fucking Jesse. It means hey, man. Vote, uh, vote. Aim high. Aim, aim high. high. You do gotta yep. definitely aim. What? Uh, but no. What are the plans? What are you? What are you hoping to get? What are you hoping to get done? Any any shows coming up at all? Any performances? Any drops? If you do, what are your dates? What do you got going on? All right. So November seventh, I believe I have something going on. But um, TBA. Yeah, TBA. Okay. After that, though, like you know, just open mics. I'm. I'm not. Where are you really doing your open mics? Where are you really performing around Scratch here? House. Yeah, is that the only spot? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Scratch House is a great ho- uh, great place to go. It's uh, Tuesdays, 8 to 9. Uh, Thursdays is Kickbuck Coffee. Mm-hmm. They also have uh, Soapbox Sessions, which is at 10 p.m. on Thursday nights. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good place to go as well if you want to do hip-hop like open mics. They don't really have any other ones they have an open mic every single day but it's more you know live acoustic Mm -hmm. you know yeah okay cool man um well hey thank you for coming on man i is there anything you want to say anything any message you want to push out there any any again i i appreciate you coming on and i respect everything that you're doing and i think if there's anybody that should uh be watched and be looked 
at for for just consistency, quality of consistency, yeah. and for staying busy. I think it's you, man, and you're doing an, an awesome job. Um, I do want to point out that you have, um, if I'm not mistaken, just released a music video, right? What did you just put out, the most recent one? Yeah, uh, the most recent one is Kirby. I gotta, I gotta take that down though. Don't go look at that one. Uh, go look at Patience. That's right, a good the one that you video. did with Trent. Yep, with cool. Trent Knox. Yep. Um, I'm Kirby's the one you're singing on, though, huh? No, no, no. I really like. I love that one. I, you know, but that's like, the one you're singing on, right? In the, in the parking garage, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, if I can, real quick. So, um, can we touch on that top ten? Top ten that I was going to talk about yeah, for like a second. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So yeah. this is what I was going to ask of you. Um, someone that. Someone that is uh, well, well, like submerged into the music. Um, there's like, what are your albums of the year so far? Do you have any? Do you have like a top ten list? And I know this is difficult. I couldn't give albums you a top ten list right now. I couldn't get you give you ten, but I can give you the ones that stand out, excluding yeah. Good Summer. Good okay. Summer, the Kanye releases, uh, excluding those four or five albums. Yeah, yeah. What are you? And I'll tell you as to why I'm excluding those. But that's fine. Um, all right. Do you have any couple, one or two? I mean, really got to piss. No, go be, go be, go be, yeah. go be, dude. I'll talk to you. Can you like, can you yeah, cut no, it? No, you're good. Okay. No, no, no. We'll yeah. stay live. I'll grab a beer. Do you want a beer, Trent? Uh, we got to go with it. Oh, okay. No, yeah, we're good. You just cut into whatever you guys want. Go, go, go. Oh, yeah. Nope. Nope. You're just chilling? Chilling on the couch? Oh, I got to, I'm going into the recording? I mean, oh, I'm not cutting it. Oh, you're not going to cut it? No, because he's just, he's coming back and then we got to wrap up. Okay, okay. Got Trent Knox sitting down. He doesn't always it? like um, plug everything, but uh, we got Purple got Dreams coming out. Okay, he's probably gonna come back and talk about that. Cool. Um, we just went to the Ludacris concert. How was that? I was fucking bonkers. Uh, we had his one of his good pr- friends, Mikey Rose, one of the producers for some of his songs. Uh, he was there with us, took some photos and whatnot. I I put a pretty cool picture of him out. He's like doing this and like all kinds of like little peep style like. Yeah photo of him right, and then like i saw the stuff that was on the austin live and look well, i saw ludicrous photos i saw, saw ludicrous photos. yeah yeah one of those he took man yeah i saw the one wearing the yellow shirt where he was like what uh luda i did so. the one with the sunglasses on that, that's the one i took but the other one that he took that he was like uh he like pointed the mic towards the crowd mm-hmm. that was tyson yeah. man he's a pretty good photographer too man he he does a lot of things yeah yeah i really respect him i, I mean you and me got involved with him when did we get involved in with hideout? Yeah. Oh, you met him through something else. No, Spinners. He was he was at Spinners. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how we met him, man. Yeah. Through Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that whole. Do you yeah, even know yeah, what's going crazy. on over there? Huh? I talked to Tanner Tanner the other day. No. I talked to the Loadable Tanner. No, I don't know anything about this going on over there. We drove by there, and this is the first day that I haven't like looked over. Like, there's no going back, man. We got big plans ahead. I want to talk to you after the podcast about yeah, something no, else that we're we'll, gonna do. You said that you have an idea of something that we can do too. I'd like to do that too. You you wanted to talk to him. You wrote it down. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'll leave it. It's going up on the website. Have you seen the website? I'll t- well, I haven't we'll seen talk. the website we'll since. Talk. But like another thing, yeah. There's so many things uh, I want to yeah, talk yeah, to we'll you touch, about we'll because touch. there's just so many. Things, I don't mean to man. leave people listening to the podcast hanging. But it's, Ty it's C's taking moves. a really long big piss. Moves, but it is, man. <laughs> it's big moves. Other than that, time. man. He's gonna be recording a lot of music. Um, 
He's got uh, another producer that set him up with kind of a studio inside of his apartment complex. That's part of the part of the conversation we'll have af- off off air. Um, the uh, I think I know who you're talking Marigold, Black Marigold. No, 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 no. This is just like another friend of his that dropped off some studio equipment and whatnot. He, the, he's recording that EP with. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. The seven, and, seven, seven. Um, yeah, man, that's a fucking. So Austin, awesome local, what you got going on? Quick plug, go. Quick plug. Uh, well, he's out there grabbing the press events, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want a beer? Yeah. You know, um, he's grabbing them. Yeah, some bring of them the on. some of the things I think that you and I kind of di- had disagreements with, and we split on. I think I kind of figured it out. Like I, I figured out how I can divide it. I don't necessarily think that Austin Live and Local was something that a lot of people were interested in because there wasn't really. Uh, there's it's a long term monetary game, not as as much as a short term monetary game. So, with the new project that me and Ty Ty C, I, I started the came up with the concept and I brought. I'm bringing him into it in a slow process as we as we develop it, but there's a whole media conglomerate of sorts, right? Sort of the same thing that we were talking about with Central, that other thing, but more like yeah, centered, yeah, yeah, very centered thought process. But I can't wait, man. And you're gonna be a part of it. Don't Dude, be a bitch. You're gonna no, be a part of man, it, man. We gotta talk. I gotta. We gotta. <laughs> I can't believe it. Just I mean, I was listening to. So I've been. I've been trying to listen to my podcast recent ones like mm-hmm. I've listened to the ones I did in California probably like three times each I listened to yours and mine again I really liked yours and mine dude I thought it came out real the well the first one or the second one the one we just did the one oh, we the one did, we just the did one, okay. the, 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 my, my most recent <laughs> one alright we're gonna get with you back on yeah he's just he just hijacked for oh, two yeah. seconds while you were taking a pee um, something I want to point out though no and that's something that I think is um, is good to, to, to talk about um, is um Occupying your time with stuff that's keeping you positive and keeping you motivated and keeping yeah. you going. Oh yeah. Um, outside oh, yeah. of music, do you go to anything? Do you go? To, I mean, I know that you were pretty focused on your health for a while. Your diet, your what you were cutting out yeah, of your life. Vegan. You were yeah. you weren't smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were trying not to drink. You were trying to do a bunch of different oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, out, out, where your disciplines outside of the music? Where are you? When you getting hit in the face? When you getting you know, chin man, checked from time to time? You know, and having to come back. It's so funny because when I was in a relationship, that was my discipline. So I would have a balance between, you know, work, 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 or, you know, TV shows, whatever it is, whatever the case may be. But me personally, I just, I don't, it, it wasn't working because I always felt like I could be doing something more, something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, no, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm crazy. That's, that's the thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like a weird person. I just, I, I need to be working. Like, I need to be doing this constantly. Because if I'm not doing this... You're getting into some other shit. <laughs> yeah. It's important to occupy your time, people. It's important to stay busy. Hey, man, I love you, brother. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you uh, so much, man. Thank you guys for coming and hanging out. Um, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, hey, man, and, again. and, and yeah. again, the whole reason behind this is to... Um, I want to share stories, and it's taken me a minute to kind of develop that and figure out what how I'm going to push that out there. But I, I, people have stories, and they have lessons to be learned, and... and uh, just experiences to share, man. As do you. And 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 you I know. get to, I get to through. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I I have to. I mean, he's been on several times, and there's still a different topic to talk about every time. You you, yeah. you got to come back, man, because we can talk music. My I still experience. Remember the first day that I came through here, man. Yeah, and we did the fucking yeah. like off the yeah. wall one, right? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. 
and it's funny. you know and you and me can talk about music i feel like especially uh yeah, being yeah. in music and, and and experiencing shows and the business of it the business side Speaking of, of it. which ah oh man this it's flooding see? back to me man and we can talk and that's you. why dude we can play the guitar we man. can do we dude we could we could talk we need to jam sometime. and that's funny too because i've been playing lately and it's been, really? it's one of these things where i'm like okay like i got back into the jujitsu and the mma and it 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 started off fucking achy pain hated it but I, I knew that I was going to go back. I knew I just had to find a spot, but it took me once I was fucking getting in there and getting bruised up. Now I'm good. Now I'm comfortable. Now I'm liking it. Dude, my fingers have been so fucking sore because it's oh, been yeah, fucking years or not years, but it's been a, a good minute. I've probably, we hung that up maybe like Christmas time, you yeah. know, and I fucking probably took it down like two weeks ago. Really? And so it's, it's. <laughs> That's funny. I, you know, I've had a talk with Joaquin, so we'll talk. But oh, um, yeah, man, and it's, it's. We you know we can go down that rabbit hole and I feel like there'd be yeah. lots to talk about so please man you'll come back we'll have you back on my my goal was to share your experiences though in three years I get to share mine and that's what it's about yeah. man yeah for sure because um, again everybody's got a story everybody's participating yeah. in their own movie everybody's doing some shit uh, and I think you have uh, a lot of value could you uh, get like a little Instagram oh yeah we're gonna take stuff picture, too yeah, yeah we're gonna take some shit like, too yeah yeah hundred percent. Recorded a lot of stuff. You we're did? Gonna okay, pro- cool. Because we're fucking professionals. Uh, where can they find you? I know it's at Mr. T Cards, but share it out for everybody just so everybody can get it on whatever you're at. Instagram, yeah, just Twitter. at Mr. T Cards. M R T R T C A R T S. And that's on Instagram, Twitter, uh, at Facebook, everything. everything. Yeah. SoundCloud, you are on SoundCloud? SoundCloud's Ty C. Ty C on SoundCloud. Just go to my Instagram and click the link in my bio Boom. and save me a lot of time. You want Spotify for anything? Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Yep. There you go. Uh, yep. All streaming link platforms. Bio, link in bio. Link in bio. Link in bio. Everything is Instagram all motherfuckers. on my pages. Tyler Carter. Link in bio. Ty C. Link in bio. Love Mr. It. Ty C. Thank you guys. We appreciate yeah. it all. Uh, love you guys. Bye.